Good morning, afternoon and evening, Supercoach Elitists and Supercoach Insiders. Uh, welcome back to another crossover pod. It's uh, good to be doing this again, one of my favourite podcasts. My name's Corey and as always alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, Corey, the Bombs Express is back and... Uh well, let's just throw it over to the insider, fellas. Uh, I don't know who speaks first out of YouTube, but we've got Ben and Chris with us. Yes, uh, Ben obviously wears the pants here, so I'll go first, boys. Uh, thank you, and great to be back. And I usually talk over him anyway, so he never gets a word in anyway. My name's Chris, and uh, we're from Supercoach Insider. Uh, I think it'll be good, boys. You give us a bit of a little plug, first of all. Where can, uh, where can the listeners find you guys? Yeah, so facebook.com forward slash SC Insider and Twitter it is SC underscore Insider underscore and, and Twitch. we're on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash SC underscore Insider and uh, YouTube as well. Just search for us. We're pretty much everywhere. You can't miss us. Did you almost just say Supercoach Elites? We stuff up our socials on the rig. Yeah. Yeah, it's what we do. Some people call us the uh, think- Insider Insider Elites. Yeah, that's just where they get their content from, Corey, from the elites, uh, socials and all the rest of it, I'd imagine. Uh, well, you find us on, uh, I'm bloody rattled here, Facebook, iTunes and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. Find us on Patreon and Twitter at SC Elites. Um, like I said, super excited about this, boys. It's going to be bloody banter field again. I know the community's been absolutely hanging for this. Um, don't know why, it's about two hours of all of us talking over the top of each other and... Um, and yeah, about two, two hours of fucking bumpers rubbish. So, um, I like recording <laughs> with you guys. I know you're not PC, so we don't have to worry about any uh, coarse language flying around. So that's good. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> we uh, we actually left our Bunnings jokes at home today, boys. So you're all good. <laughs> how did um? How you finding the preseason? Uh, it, honestly, it's one of the most interesting preseasons for about I reckon since before. Gold Coast and GWS moved into the comp. It's the probably the first one. Uh, you've had completely uncompromised drafts, um, very shallow rookie field, uh, very different play style this year, in my opinion, to the last two, three, five years. So, How can you yeah, say uncompromised? Gold Coast literally got gifted <laughs> good picks. Yeah, but you, know, you know what I'm saying. Like, we you know, when they yeah. had, you know, 20,000 picks. Fair. Um, uh, yeah. And you had 800 rookies on the you could play on the field. So Very tough, boys. Very tough. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's so interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Which one of you two have been fucking sucking it up like moms? <laughs> Probably Chris, no? Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just, just, just casually. Chris oh. always sucks it up, and then he starts throwing in you know, Smith and Jacobs and everything into the ruck, and yeah, he's gone a bit uh, mid-crazy, I think, with his uh, predictions. So we'll see. This will be <laughs> oh, interesting, boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bumps goes with the, uh, the motto, never enough time is there, Bumps. As I'll tell you now, on the live countdown, seven days, 23 hours, 30 minutes and 40 seconds, Corey, that needs to be about seven weeks, I reckon. This is this is just fucking getting very stressful. Now, nah, on the other hand, let's just fucking get it out of the way. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, look, we're doing the top 10 of f- defenders, midfielders, forwards, and the top five for the Rucks uh, this year. I think we've done the same last year. We'll go from 10 to 1, what we think they're going to average and who they are. Um, and yeah, let's just kick straight off into it. We're not going to be rude, so we'll go with Ben from the Insiders. Kick us off, mate. Number ten, who is it, and what they're averaging? For defense. Uh, wonderful. We are going. We're going for defence. Yes, <laughs> yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Um, uh, quick little shout out here, boys. Uh, this guy didn't make my top ten, but look, he deserves an honourable mention coming back from a long-term injury. I'm going to say Doherty at number eleven, boys, uh, is outside my ten. <laughs> <laughs> 
fuck's that, sake, that's, that's really just a rattle. Yeah, that's that's that, that was just, rod. That, no, no, that was just a rattle. Rod. That was just a rattle bumps. That was just a rattle bumps. Uh, number that ten. Was, that was actually too easy. Yeah, if, uh, if, number, if he was 11, it'd explain why you had about three viewers a week on your fucking podcast, to be honest. That's fucking shocking. Uh, I actually have um, Caleb Daniel, uh, Mr. Bottom Shelf himself, in number 10 for me. What do you think he's in average? Uh, look, I just think there's a lot of more talent above him. So I see him probably hanging around where he is, but I'm looking probably more like around that sort of, what, 96 sort of mark for me. Yeah, holding strong, but yeah, I think there's just a lot more value and people overtaking him this year. Uh, Chris, uh, no, I've got. Uh, let me just. I've done mine in uh, the other order. Wait, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, oh, that in the other order, brother. It's just the one that's at the fucking bottom. I'd, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> at, very, very simple for you. Um, I've got Rory Laird coming in number 10. So I don't see him improving this year, but I think he'll hover around 95, 96-ish average this year. Fuck it, 10. Interesting. Yeah. He's got him at 10. Yeah, there you go. Bombs? Well, 10. Uh, now, boys, Darcy Vern jones How could you not have him sitting at number 10 with a 94 <laughs> average? <laughs> no. You, you got 94? 94 average. No, no, no. And that, that's good enough to get you 10 because I can assure you when I go through the averages here, I've only got nine blokes going over 95 this year in defence. Fuck. All right, fair enough. See, I think defence is uh, going to be is going to be our points. I think they're going to they're going to score well. Um, mine was also Caleb Daniel with a 96.7 average. Fair enough. Did I like you have something like to whack about? Uh, Top six will be scoring points, but I, I don't think that you know we're looking at position number ten here, really. What did we have? What was well, the top six last year? Like point know. wise, fuck. You think between uh, four of us, one of us would have had this? Fucking <laughs> <game>. uh, <laughs> I think we all were sort of pretty happy with uh, Luke Ryan, weren't we? Sitting in around that kind of number six position. Um, yeah, there was only four. Last? There was four players that averaged over a hundred, and there was the, the top ten all averaged over ninety five. Top 11 and actually averaged got, 95. Yeah, so we've got, you know, not much difference in the type of player as well we have back there as well. They've pretty much remained the same, all the defenders, apart from Whitfield, obviously. Beautiful. All right, we'll kick it off with Benny again. We'll go to number nine. By the way, if you want to discuss um, anything, boys, just feel free to jump in. Like the fact that fucking Bonks has just picked DBJ in his defense. Honestly. No, you that's, go for it. that's just that's it's a trap. I've actually literally on the port pod, I suggested that that was the biggest trap of the year. Yeah, I wouldn't know because I don't listen to shit content. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, got, I've got Shannon Hearn, boys, number nine for me. Ah, oh, shit, eh? Old man Hearn, average. on average. Um, probably around the same, 97. I just think, um, I, I still like Hearn. I think he has a good value. But, you know, he, just with his body and his age, I don't know if he'll be going all out. So he might take it easy some games if they're well ahead. Um yeah, so I think he's still a good option, but uh, I'm not starting him, and I think he could slide a little, not a lot. I've got, I'm completely off him. I'm oh. uh, since uh, yeah after the buy last year, he averaged 89. His body's he had two soft tissue injuries. I think it's just much of the same this year. I think I'd be impressed if he averages over 90 this year. Fuck! I thought the eye test was so good early. I don't have the balls to pick him, but fucking really like the look of him. Um, Chris, who did you have at nine? I have uh, coming in at, with an average of 97, Lockie Weller. 
I think this is Lockie's breakout season. What's his laughter? Bonf is the only one that actually had Lockie Weller in his top 10 last year. Last year, last year <laughs> Bonf hey. had Lockie Weller in his team. At hey, this, you know what? It's no surprise. I generally go about two years too early. I reckon, but yeah. nah, I'm off. I'm off that. Nah, I, I like number nine. Get I like Lockie Weller. I don't have him in my top ten, but I actually really like Lockie Weller. Do you know he um he matched uh, Hugh Greenwood for CBAs in the Marsh? Yeah, that bad. Yeah, yeah. Normally, I I thought he was going to be on the wing to be honest, but he's been playing a little bit more inside, and uh, I actually have him at number eight, boys. I'm going uh, probably more oh, out than you boys. Just up. cut them out at number nine. No, no, but that's what we did last year, you dickhead. We then said, well, otherwise, when he comes to number no, eight, I'll be like, oh, by the way, I'm going to announce a guy that someone's already announced. Yeah, actually, that's probably, cool. that's probably a better way to do it, and I miss that with Hearn, but yeah, good to go. I don't have a Lockie Weller in mind. Yeah, I don't mind him, I just don't, I don't think he's going to crack the top ten. Um, so who, who was your nine, then? Wait, was that, that was that Chris's was, nine, yeah? yeah? That was nine, nine that was yeah. Um, The much maligned, now... I didn't kind of factor in, to be honest. I just went purely for average, but not condoning anyone to pick this bloke. But I've gone Zach Williams at nine because I think on average oh, yeah. he'll pull about ninety-seven. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, I've actually I got Zach Williams at uh, what? Again, one, two, three, four, seven. Hey, I've got, got him at seven as well. At yeah. ninety-eight point one. And again, I don't think he's going to play enough games. But when he's out there, I think, especially at the back end of the year, um, he might be one that I might be targeting after the boys. He just scores points. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. yeah, when he's on the ground, he's just scoring. So I like him, but yeah, just with his body, yeah, he might they have a good a buy slow. too. His price as well doesn't really, yeah, you know, not 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 fantastic. But uh, yeah, I think he'll still score well when he plays. The good thing I think we'll have with him is he'll probably come back from the injury and just slowly get back into things as well. Um, yeah, and then I'm expecting he had a big second half of the season. Uh, my number nine boys was uh, Chris from Collingwood. Um, oh. <laughs> Off the halfback flank, I really like it. Selling those turnovers. I think he's going to get a lot of the ball. Um, had a down year last year. We've seen that happen before. I think he, uh, Crispy's going to go 97.1. That's a huge... That's what, nine points a game. Yeah. Increase. Yep. Fire. Well, what was, his, what was the year before? With, what was his average of the year before? I think he did like 95 the yeah, year before. Yeah, it's about 95. Yeah, so that's... If I told you last year that he was going to drop eight points, you'd probably say, oh, nah, I don't think he'd drop that. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, the, only th- the biggest thing, reason why not, is that uh, Collingwood backs the way that the um, the way they all share the scoring. Uh, I don't think that helps Chris. Yeah, but so, I think there's going to be a lot more running off the halfback flank this year as well. Yeah, because Noble's going to take so many points, Chris. No, not not Noble, but you know Darcy Moore when he played back there, when obviously injured most of the time. <laughs> um, you know they all you know score fairly well. They're all you know seventy to ninety scorers as defenders, which um, that's just how they they've always done. Anyway, um, not neither here nor there. Number, what are we up to? Did any of you boys have him? Uh, nah, bumps. Uh, yeah, I had Crispin at number eight uh, for a ninety-nine average. Well, there you go. Cool. So we'll jump to you boys for number you got eight. A, are you starting him? You've got you to go. start him at that. that uh, well, I'm no, already, he's I'm 480k. Not starting yeah, exactly. him. I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you now. <laughs> at the moment, I'm starting, I'm starting two top six defenders, and uh, both that I'm starting sit higher than uh, position number eight on my list. Bob, so you're going to need some top six defenders starting Gaff in your side. <laughs> Oh, that's harsh. I'm not that's sure. Early. I'm not sure what that's, that's got to do with defence. 
No, no, just just listening to your earlier in the week podcast. I um, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, told you, Corey. They listen to us for advice, mate. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's actually more the banter, but it's, yeah, <laughs> uh, lonely nights. Uh, anyway, so boys, my eight was Weller, so I'm already lucked out with yep. that one. Fair enough. Uh, I've got uh, Sicily coming in at number eight oh, with the uh, 98 average. That's too low. 98 um, average. I'll hold. I'll hold where I've got Sis, so we'll talk about that later. Bombs. Number, number one, obviously. Well, eight's obviously Jack Chris for me, dickhead. Yeah, very good. All right, cheers. Uh, my number eight is uh, Ryan, Luke Ryan. I think, uh, yeah, got him at eight. I'm, I was more optimistic, but with injuries and everything, I'm a little bit more worried about him. But I think he'll do enough uh, with a 97.8 average to, to just get in the top ten. It's interesting, yeah, interesting. interesting you number eight pick. Um, no, I, I will talk about that a little bit later when I talk about Luke Ryan. <laughs> yeah. oh, beautiful. Uh, number seven, boys. Go up, Ben. Uh, so I had Zach Williams for me, yeah. I think. Yeah, I had Zach Williams as well. Yeah, so I also had Zach Williams, bombs. Uh, Brody Smith will sit there at 100 flat. Yeah, don't mind that. I didn't have him. I actually made, don't but... hate it. I think in the when he played midfield in the back end of the year, he averaged ninety three point four or something similar. Um, I definitely think he's got legs to go a little bit higher than that. I'm not sure if it's a hundred, but I I love the pick actually. Well, he definitely had some good strings, and he's playing a bit more midfield through this uh, JLT, so he's definitely got legs. Yeah, um, the only worry is injury, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah a good uh, my, good buy. So my worry is that he's going to cop attention. It's the only reason why he didn't make it into the six. All right, and that was with a hundred. Was that with a hundred average already, bombs? Hundred flat. Yep. All right. So the rest of your boys are going pretty high then, seeing as only four and scoring over a hundred last year, and you said the defenders weren't going to be that high. But okay, uh, number yep. six boys. I said the, t- I said the top ten. I, I said the top ten wouldn't go over ninety-five. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, six. I've gone Houston. Uh, pure midfield role. Um, look, love him. I want him in my side, but that buy. Just allows me to start uh, Lockie Neal or someone else instead, knowing I can bring in that defender. But, yeah, Houston, for me, I think he is basically bordering on that sort of 99 mark for me. Uh, I had Houston at five, 99.9. I actually have Houston at six as well, um, averaging 100 flat. Uh, So there's my my entrance on the 100. Bumps? I had uh, Houston at five, going 101. Yeah, and who was your six? I've gone out of this fucking order already again. Uh, yeah, mine was Houston at 5 with 99.9. Um, I do love the buy talk, and I think this is why I'm not going to start him because I've been massive on Houston all year, but we've just yep. picked him up with a really favourable buy. We get to look at him as a midfielder too. Um, if he pops off early, I mean, he may be one of those ones that we all just start chasing, but uh, he's looked good. Bar getting absolutely KO'd the other day. Uh, my six was Shannon Hearn at 99.1. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, so oh, I'm big on think, um, I, I'm big on big on Houston. I think um, I think his role is going to be fantastic, and his scoring power is there. Uh, with me, it's more. Yep, that buys there. Why wouldn't you just pick him up in round twelve? He's only going to be maybe fifty to seventy k more expensive, so he's not going to be too much in terms of uh, price difference from the start of the season. So I don't really see any reason not to to hold him, especially if there's someone around the same price who you think can average the same. It's actually my th- exactly my theory, man. The bite, the bite. I, I think we've been gifted almost a look at Houston here, and, and just that bite. Yep. You know, he's going to be one of those ones coming out of the ball that's just going to be so handy. Yep. 
not even him, but like Gresham as well from St Kilda. You get to wait and see if he does go nuts um, and actually look at it there. But I think the fact that we've all actually put in with what a standard deviation of two from 99 to 101, that yep. means that he's highly rated by all of us at this point, which is really uh, surprising and good news. Yep. Standard uh, deviation. Course. Sorry, Did we don't have yeah, that sort of talk on our pod either. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what the standard, fuck is a standard deviation? Standard. I'm, uh, I'm still trying to get over yes. outlet, trying to figure out the difference between outlier and outlier over here, but I'm fucking yeah. like standard <laughs> deviations. Just, just remember your nickname, Corey. Yeah, the what, do you, what do I call you? <laughs> the yep, liar. So that's that's the way it should be said. So it's an outlier. The outlier. Makes, makes sense. But you say um, outlier because you're a liar. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Leave that one there. Um, did right. we do number five? Did we all have the same consensus number five, or did someone have someone else? Uh, I had Laird in at number five. I just think Smith moving into the midfield. Uh, I think a ball will be back there a little bit. Only concern is uh, probably copying a bit of attention, so I think he will cop attention. But uh, for me, I've got Laird coming in at a hundred average. Uh, I think he'll be back into that top sort of six range. I'd Laird at three. With 105. I had I had Laird at 2 with 110. Okay, so what? where's his improvement coming from? The fact that Brody like, Smith, the the fact only... that Brody Smith out of that defence now. Everything. But Miller is ev- back in that yeah, defence as shit. well as Dodie. Everything is coming through Rory Laird coming out of that attack, out of that defence. Except the kickouts, right? Except kickouts, yeah. <laughs> how much, He's how much, also... How much points are kickouts, man? The guy's going to get 35 every single game and everyone's looking for him. You know he averaged three three possessions less per game than he did yeah, the season before. Yeah, and watch this—he'll average three possessions, or six possessions more this year because every, he's <laughs> going to touch absolutely everything. He'll, he'll have more thirty possession games this season than he's had in any, any other year of his career. Is that, oh, just that because the that fact, the fact yeah. that Smith isn't there, like he's going to be playing in the midfield, is going to have a huge boost on him. But he wasn't there in in um, defence in the last however many games of season, and Smith out averaging by like point four, eight, averaging a ninety three. Moving forward, it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, plus Adelaide is the new Essendon, if we are not mistaken. It's plenty of ball. Oh, Adelaide, Adelaide is shit. <laughs> Adelaide are going to get pulled out there, and it's all coming through Rory Laird. I'm, I'm telling That's you. True. I'll give you that. Clean up. Um, I, at five, I had um, I had Tom Stewart at five. So um, I think he's going to be what hovering around fuck? that same same sort of mark, around that hundred mark. He's just super Whoa. consistent. Um, wins, losses, doesn't matter. He averages the same. Uh, I think Tom Stewart's a really good pick, but I just, I obviously won't start with him. I can have a look and see how he's going at the end of the year. Well, his hip flexor strength's up after the honeymoon. Sorry? His hip flexor strength's up now after the honeymoon, too. I do. Blew his hips out. Definitely. He's not, I don't even think Stewart's cracking 85 this year. Yeah, he's not on on my top 10. He's not even probably my 15 or 20, to be honest. Why? He he averaged 98.2 last year. No, because, well, you know what? Westhoff, two years ago, averaged 100, and what did he come out and do the year after? <laughs> and Hibbert yeah, averaged always one, I think Hibbert almost always averaged 100 too, that, didn't he? There's always, one player that, there's always one player that comes from pretty much nowhere to kind of get to the top of his line, and then the bloke's dead after that. You you don't rate Tom Stewart that much, really? I just don't no, last year, all over, I won't go anywhere near it this year. No, I don't see it going over 85. All right. I think you'll have I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm going to take that clip. He's out of of my top 10 with um, same as um, like Daniel Rich and that kind of thing. I've got them sitting low 90s for me, so just out of my 10 contention. Yep, same. All right, did anyone else have a different number five? I'm so fucking confused where we're at. Houston. I had Houston. All right, beautiful. I had Houston as well. Ben, 
Number four. Uh, I had Lloyd at number four, boys. Um, I know some people are expecting him to drop off a cliff, but he is the highest defender for two years straight. I still see him having some really good games and putting a lot together. Um, I don't see him going that 17, 108 sort of mark, but I do see him coming in probably around that sort of 102 sort of range for me, boys. Where'd you have Lloyd Cruz? Three. Bumps. Yeah, I had him at three with 104 average. I've got him at two with 110. Oh, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, buy, I don't buy any of this. Dawson gonna take points away from him. Crap, everything's coming through Lloyd as well. Guys, a gun. I noticed on the I noticed on the weekend he was pushing a lot onto the wings. He's done um, forever, and like we've spoken about this, they they play the press. He goes up. He's gonna kick goals. It's gonna happen. Lloyd Lloyd goes. What he did on the weekend? Down, yeah, Lloyd yeah. goes up and down that wing all the time. And then, of course, as soon as the ball's back there, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take kick out. Yeah. He might be playing on the wing, but he's going to take the kick out. He sprints 55 metres to have the kick in. <laughs> yeah, the I'm hardest working gonna... seagull out, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to sneak in here for a little bit. of. You get out of the square, mate. I'll take this one. Um, Chris, <laughs> who did you have at three? Uh, so that was my three. So my four was Caleb. Oh, sorry, four. Sorry. Um, uh, and I, again, I just see him maintaining. Uh, which is a uh, he averaged what ninety nine last year. I, I, I see him as a hundred hundred one. I've got about four players here that are probably interchangeable with their averages in terms of where I think they might end up. But um, I think they'll all be that close together. But I do like Caleb Daniel. See, I think JJ. Buy. I think JJ will yeah. take a little bit, um, a little bit out of that back line. Now they've pushed him back. I think JJ will get some attention, but I think it will hurt Daniel in a slight sense. The running carry, JJ's <laughs> going to be their running carry. I think Daniel's still be their ball user, but I just see a little bit of regression. Um, they they they're very super coach friendly team, but there's got to be points that have been leaked. <laughs> that's that's the uh, definitely the one issue, and is why I don't think you can start him. But um, I think he'd be a decent upgrade target, especially with that back buy. Um, so you might, if he's going well early, you might be able to pick him up in the first round of upgrades or so. Bumps, did you already say where you had Caleb Daniel? Oh, I didn't have him in my team. Okay, yeah, me and Ben had him tenny. Um, Bumps, your four. Um, I had Sicily at four uh, for 103. Yeah, and I have Dockers at four boys at 101.1. Yeah, it's conservative, nice. but I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think Doc, like, which means like, absolutely he's got to be in your team, right? Like, oh, 100 percent, 100 percent, Ben three. Uh, I've got Ryan, boys. Luke Ryan, number three, with a uh, 10 sort of four, 105 average. Yeah, look, I, I would think, be uh, last. Sorry, you go. No, no I was just going to say last year he was absolutely on a ringer, and then we had someone contact us as well, saying, "Well, if you're a friend or a friend, all that sort of nonsense that we all hear." But um, yeah, I think he had a slip disc in his back, and then they said he's not going to be playing very well, and they're forcing him to play, and then all of a sudden he knocked out like three sixties or something in a row. Super painful. Um, I just think. I'm hoping that the you know with all the tools that they're missing isn't going to hurt him, but I think he has a high ceiling. I'm hoping he strings a lot of it together, and he's actually quite sexy to watch, boys. I don't know if you notice it. <laughs> he's a good looking rooster. Yep, he's a he's a decent looking guy. Um, oh, I'm big. I'm big big on him. Yeah. My my biggest worry is that Hamling injury, and I know Griffin Logue's probably going to go play tall, but I think there's times where Ryan's going to have to play a little bit taller than he is. I wouldn't be surprised if he he jumped up to a top four defender though. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Where did you boys? Sorry, Chris, where'd you have him? I actually have him in number one. Oh, there you go. We'll so t- we'll talk about that. I'm, when we get to him, I reckon. 
Yeah, let's yeah, let's, we'll, let's wait. Let's wait. We'll all have a, a go at our ones. Uh, Bombs. Uh, three was Lloyd at one hundred four. Uh, did you have was Ryan? Oh no! Did I have Ryan? Yeah. No, 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 I didn't have Ryan in my top. I I sort of had him down for you know pretty much what he averaged last year, but I just thought it'd be funny if I threw DBJ in at number ten. <laughs> it certainly was. Uh, I also so number threes. Yeah, mine was Jake Lloyd. So yeah, Laird. Chris. Yep. Yeah. No, so number two then are we? Yeah, I think we're up to two. Yeah, yeah. All right, two. Uh, I've got sick. I got yeah. I've got sick dog at number two, uh, hitting a one hundred five point five. Look, I think he'll bounce back to his form of a couple of years ago. He did start off quite well last year, and then ops, uh, yeah, absolutely fell off a cliff. So I'm hoping the extra kickouts, possibly, which he already did take quite a few more in the JLT two. I think he'll get a little bit more kickouts. I think that will then stabilise him back there. Hopefully, Hawthorne with their people they brought in will keep his role a little bit more secure. Um, so I'm big on him. Whether Clarko fucks that up for me, we'll see. But yeah, all things going to plan. While we got you there, Ben, you might as well give us your one as well. Ah, uh, Doherty, the yeah. Doc Man, number one for me. Um, look, I think. He might start off, and I think he might start off by chipping away around that 100 mark, but I think his back end to the season, he already looked much more confident and stylish uh, in JLT2 compared to number one. The more time he's out there, I think the more continuity he will have in his body and the confidence that comes from it. I see him steamrolling uh, home super hard, mate, like uh, late night in the valley. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know where the valley is, bro. <laughs> Oh, actually, that George doesn't realise Corey lives there. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, actually, no. There, it's it's a different place. It's a valley up in Brisbane. I actually do know where it is. Oh, um, right. But it, 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 it oh, works oh, for the Melbourne boys. For something else. Works for the Melbourne boys as well too, because um, we have Mini Valley, and as oh, I, yeah, I live there all the time. Um, Chris, you're two and one. Uh, so my two is Dockers and uh, my one is is uh, Luke Ryan. So um, obviously what you said before, I do take into consideration with Ryan. Uh, my biggest thing with Ryan is the way Freeman of playing this season uh, from the first two Marsh games. It's literally a carbon copy of either Collingwood or Hawthorne chipping around the back line. And Luke Ryan's going to be the main kick out of that defence. And I think that his possessions are going to go through the roof. So yeah. it's like Jake Lloyd combined with Lead. <clears throat> Oh, like, but he already proved that he can. He yeah, can. He's already a good interceptor. He's already a good user. He already takes kickouts. Now they're going to add this possession game in the back half. Oh yeah, mate, I'm going to get on that. It's like a prime um, Yeah, I, I honestly, uh, I wanted to start um, someone with a back end buy like a Laird or a Sicily, um, but I managed. I've just, just decided that you got to get that extra 40k to get to Ryan because I think he's going to be so much, so very important early, and he could be outpriced in the after the first six rounds. So Fremantle's early buy is crazy good too. 100% running it. Yeah, I'm 100% running it. Yeah, yeah. He's in my side too. He's not in mine. But, um, uh, but look, uh, everything did you, guys you said. Watch any of the Freer games? Sorry. Did you watch any of the Freer games at all? Yeah, yeah. I watched quite a bit. I watched every game. Oh, probably okay, so. uh, Actually, no, that's a lie. I missed the Freeho West Coast game. You didn't see the Derby. Yeah. yeah, that was the one I missed. <laughs> so fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a, but you, you would have seen the first one where they're just chip, chip, chip. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I yeah. don't disagree with what you're saying, and I can see everything you're saying coming to uh, fruition. But yeah, I'm just I'm not taking that risk. It's there. He pissed me off fair last enough. year. Um, bumps two and one. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
No, and I'm not taking the risk either. He's never played 22 in his, you know, every season that he's uh, played AFL as well. So, you know, the boys I want to pick, I want to be pretty comfortable that they're going to get through the entire season, particularly the ones I'm going to start with. You starting Dockers, five? Dockers with two broken. <laughs> no. Nah. I like it. All right. At least you get back there. <laughs> he's starting pitch, though. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. And Nick well, Patton, I, actually, he's only... I'm, I'm kind if of he snapped it in four well. places... If he snapped it in four places, I wouldn't have started him. But apparently, it was only, only three. three. So, it was uh, only so three. Bombs two and one. Uh, two and one. The the one two combination uh, is just amazing. This is what I'm starting the year with. Uh, two I've got Laird at 110, and one I've got Doherty at 114. And uh, anyone that knows me knows that they shouldn't be surprised how much I love Doherty. Uh, yeah, my two is uh, Jake Lloyd at 110, and my number one is James Sisley at 111.1. I mean, what can we say? The bloke is an absolute jet. They bought the two. I, well, I was talking about him all preseason. They've bought the two pieces that they needed in for him to be there. They've sent that big boy down back. Um, he is going to intercept. He's going to take kickouts. He just hits targets. He was a little bit rusty the other night, but... I was saying, if he puts to, if he puts consistent games together like he did in that JLT the other night, he was, he, I mean, he was best on ground by far, um, and he was absolutely taking the piss. He'll he'll pop the most one sixties of any defender ever. He's an absolute gun, which so. is exactly why he's going to get yeah. tagged every second week. His ceiling is massive, though. He, he see, so here's the thing though. He is someone that could definitely hurt you. Sicily could absolutely. Pull out some 145s, and he could really hurt you. It's not happening. Low 50s and 60s aren't coming because he's not playing forward. <laughs> he's not tagging. You can't, Here's the thing, though. How do you tag someone who uh, floats one injury away from him going forward now. Pardon? So Mitch Lewis, Mitch Lewis is gone, and Jack Dunson's still injured. Mitch They're one Lewis injury away from him gone. going forward. He's a little fucking pussy. He rolled his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like your theory, but what he's I'm not saying going is... Forward. He's okay. not going forward. They've done absolutely everything to make sure he hasn't go forward. They'll send that fucking retard Frost forward before they'll send Sisley forward. <laughs> I don't know about that. He's, he's really Is he even best 22, that guy? Anyway. Well, if they have an injury, he is. Oh, wow. Um, no, that, I, I don't hate Sisley. I think he will average well. I've picked him as a seven to eight points per game average but increase. But that's a 20 points per game swing. I'm not willing to bet that. That's huge. This is the year, boys. Um it's it's all it takes to, for him his average to dip below 100 is two games where he gets swung forward. That could happen to <laughs> any player. Do you trust Alistair Clarkson for two games for this season? I've spoken to Alistair. We had a chat. <laughs> he called me. Did you I was, send him an email? Did you send him an email? Did you send him an email? <laughs> I was a little bit worried about what was happening, and he gave me a phone call. He said, cause, don't worry. It's fucking fine. Trust me. I got you this year. Hey, He's going nowhere near for he can't. He can't Curry, kick a you- goal. Corey, how do you find the phone conversations? Is it much more direct and quicker than email? Because um, I always stick to emails when I when I get my information. Mate, mate pick up the phone, make the call. Trust me. It, look, they might the not answer straight away, the but they'll definitely get give the me a call back. they got a lot of time for the Supercoach community, these uh, senior coaches. They do. They love them, don't they? So. They really play play footy all for Supercoach. <laughs> Especially that GWS, uh, listening to everyone saying, put Haley in the side. <laughs> Jacks, yeah, all right. Good old Jackie. We're good for defenders. Where do you want to head? How, yeah, I think that's it. Any honourable mentions? Anyone that you looked at and you were just like, oh, you're fucking really stiff? Uh, well, for me, obviously, Hearn. Um, I really like Jordan Dawson, but I don't think he's going to average quite enough to make that, and I'd probably put him more in the forward category um, because I think he's just outside of the defender top 10. So um, that's probably me. I, I, I really rate 
Dawson. Yeah, I still I think Rich was probably the harder one for me. A for the bias, but um, he's still taking kickouts, so he still has that long boot. Uh, Brisbane are still looking to use him to kind of get them out of tricky situations. So um, you know, Daniel Rich could still average highly and simply because hair, so. simply because of the kickouts. So mm, Bumps, did you have anyone that you were kind of fringe? Yeah, it was Luke Ryan. Yeah, um, mine was actually Michael Hurley. I'm really optimistic <laughs> on him this year. He looked good in the marsh. Yeah. And look, they're going to get pounded down back. And that's why I think they're he's going to get heaps of the ball. Smacked. Yeah. Oh, far out. I, I, I love this positive press about how they're going to play like Richmond. They're fucking shit. <laughs> Do you think they've <laughs> well, got half the skill of Richmond? Here's the benefit for Hurley. They've got half the skill of fucking mark. Gold Coast, this mob. They're fucked. <laughs> but this is all it takes. Hurley gets an inset mark. Offloads it to Dylan Shield, who turns it over, and then gets another <laughs> Two for one. I heard he's actually looking for Dylan Shield to offload every time. Yeah, handball intercept mark, handball to Shield, I'm get actually, the ball back in two kicks. I'm actually wondering how I can fit Hill in my side now after that. <laughs> Very good. All right, let's move on. We'll go to the midfield. I reckon. Or do you want to do midfield last? Um, now we'll do midfield now because I just think I think we're going to have a very similar kind of setup. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think the midfields have got super well, obvious this year. I'd be I mean, surprised if someone came up with a surprise, uh, surprising with a different top ten. I think it will pretty much have the same players. I think I think the ten mark might be a little bit different, but um, we'll kick off with Bombs first this time. Bombs, you want to kick us off with your ten in the midfield, mate? Um, oh, okay. I thought we were doing forwards. All right, ten in the midfield. Now, how could I, you know, talk about the midfield without talking about Macarachi, Corey? Fair dinkum. No, he did not. Clearly, I did. Was this bloke on something, Corey? Clearly, I did. I've got him sitting at 113. What? How? Do their pie this increase? Chris, you can disagree respectfully. Yes, Chris. I don't know. I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard, but he was actually referred to as dynamic last year, and. I uh, I've heard he's even he's even increased his dynamicness in the off season. Oh, okay. And uh, look for a bloke that will just probably average thirty three touches a game. That's true. Look, his efficiency is his efficiency isn't great, but thirty three touches a game will will be enough to get you one hundred and thirteen. And you know what? Throw a blanket over the guys sitting at ten to fifteen because I reckon I've got about five guys sitting there averaging one hundred and thirteen. Yeah. Um. um well, I did I did hear after last year though that apparently if you get one crouch, you get the other. So I can understand how they would average more. <laughs> just add them together. Just add them together. Um, uh, not on my list. Those guys are literally the only two guys that can have forty touches and not turn up. Yeah, they're fucked. <laughs> the Crouch brothers. It's a, it's a rare ability. But you know what? One day uh, the super coach, uh, who are the, the officiados, who are they champion data? They'll turn around and they'll just say, you know what? Reward for effort. We give you nothing for six years. You kept coming back. You kept fucking fronting up. So here you go, mate. This is your year. Do you really think seagulling off the back of packs is reward for effort? Lucky Hunter's got a gig for you. Back crouch, that's all he does. He sits off the back for a handball receive and then that handball backwards to another person who can kick better. Or just a that's kick. all he does. He tries to kick it inside that's 15 and it goes to the fucking wing. <laughs> I can't wait. You know what? You know what? If Supercoach was easy, there would be the same top eight players from year to year in the midfield. But you know what? Only like three or four probably remain in the top eight. So if you're going to sit there and just rattle off the top eight from last year, then you're probably nowhere near the mark, I would have thought. I reckon this year is very different to most years in midfield. 
Uh, I would agree with you mostly, mostly, but this year it's uh, yeah, it's looking to be very similar to last year. All right, so no one had Crouch. No, no, not in my ten sobers. All right, uh, we'll go. We'll stick with us first. I had Canelio as my ten. Um, I yeah. think Gold Coast. I mean, Gold Coast. Fuck me. Well, Gold Coast is going to have a ripper year, but I think GWS is going to have a fantastic year. I think uh, Canelio is uh, just going to lead them all the way. You'll more goals coming out of him. I still think he'll be around that twenty-eight to thirty possession mark. Um, I just think GWS are going to be a powerhouse and. We see it year on year that the powerhouse teams normally produce some of the best supercoach players as well. Um, and I think Canelio is going to slot into the top 10 with about 113.5. Yeah. Oh, well, I actually average, had him around, like probably around that one. He's probably going to average that. It's whether or not he can stay on the path he, between two games. He just missed it for me. So he's my honourable mention. He was the one that was pretty much coming in straight off the heels. Uh, again, I, I don't mind that pick at all. I think he's got a lot of legs, especially with uh, what Taranto oh, out for the yeah. first for the first part of the year, or well, four or five months, I reckon. So, I like it. My issue yep, with Canelio... Nine. Oh, yeah. I had him at nine, okay. 114. So, did you know that Canelio, since Josh Kelly entered the competition, he he's missed 24 games? Canelio? No, Josh Kelly. Okay. Since, since he started, Canelio has missed 36 games. Over the same period of time, he's missed over a season and a half of football. And what's that got to do with averages in this um, top 10, Chris? I'm saying. I just think. Well, here's what, here's what it is. When you get injured, <laughs> what happens is when you get injured, you, you go out at a 40 and it impacts your average. Uh, so I believe he got uh, a zero. Or oh, gets a zero. <laughs> or oh, gets a zero. You know, like last year where he gets a zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah, value. Value. Uh, look, I don't hate Canelio, and I think he's a uh, valid pick for average, but I wouldn't be endorsing him to start the season. At all. All right, your 10 then, Chris. Uh, my 10's Adam Trelaw. Is that where we started? I, I, yeah, almost, I almost had Trelaw at 10, but I think coming back from the injury, I think he'll have a couple of quiet games at the start. He was my honourable mention. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think... Make it. He was 12 for me. Yeah, did not make it at all. Really? Yeah, so, mainly because he plays for Collingwood. So that that would make sense for you, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, um, I think he I think he comes back and he does the same thing he did last year. Ten. I don't think there's any improvement in him. I don't think there's any way that he can. His disposal still shit. Love him as a player. Disposal kills him for a super coach. Uh, but I think he's probably going to be that first entering into that sort of one thirteen, one fourteen, sort of barrier. Uh, pick ten for me is uh, Bontempelli boys um, scraping in ten. I'd Simply because I believe he's going to get tagged twice uh, by the ball straight up in the the way he gets the attention, and the other boys will get off free. But again, I have him averaging one fifteen, so it's nothing bad. It's just that I believe, um, again, the midfield runs so deep this year. You could start any of the eight or a mixture of the eight, and you'll still be fine. It's funny because I have him at eight with an uh, sorry, yeah, eight with an average of one hundred fourteen point two. So you've got him averaging more than me. <coughs> I got him. Longer. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I have him at nine as well. Bombs. Uh, Bonds and Pelly sits at number six at 119 for the year. Bred up. Bred with dead set, yeah. having him at one. Oh, yeah, it I was his Brett first pick, and it hasn't left his team. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't hate the pick. Me either. Uh, his value, his, like, you know, I actually potentially would start him in Supercoach. I just think that there are others that will average more. So it's not a terrible pick for value reasons, but uh, yeah, I. I I hate going. I hate to go into a game and then waiting to see who's going to tag Bond every single game. 
Or is he going to get thrown forward because there's an injury in the game? Or what's going to happen with the mid-mix? Like, I just don't... An uneasy feeling of having to watch Bont and to see whether it's everything else that impacts his scoring, not Bond himself. Have you got really danger, frustrating. Have you got field? I do, yeah. See, I, I reckon that exact same thing you just said applies for Patrick Dangerfield, especially the forward the forward presence. I, they're more the likely, is, Dangerfield is more likely to go spend a game forward than Bont and Pally is. Yeah, but Dangerfield's also more likely to kick a bag of goals than Bont. But He's a better forward than Bundy before. Same okay, argument. You're not getting you're not getting points off Dangerfield going forward and kicking two or three for a game, unless he's going nah, having you you know, have to twenty five as well. Which, you know, like, he's done like fifteen times. But I, I just think but that ju- the argument yeah. is the exact same for Dangerfield. I think it's almost the same for most you know gun midfielders. Five can stand up well, to the Ge- same argument. Yeah, well, Geelong what they picked up, um, old mate from Adelaide though. So they also have Hawkins. They have Radaglia. I don't know if they really need. Oh, um, Jake, Jake Jake no, yeah, but they will because is getting dropped they'll, they'll throw him forward. I know, I know he'll tagged. be forward, but so as soon as he gets tagged, he goes forward. That's what happens with Danger. But they have no one else in there. Duncan's missing at the moment. Like I that, do well, worry, right now, round yeah, one, Dangerfield. I don't could think they can avoid starting Dangerfield in the middle. Yeah. Anyway, that's neither here. But nor I think there. Bruce coming in helps Bonson Pelly to play more midfield. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean that frees him up. They don't need him to go forward anymore. If he gets tagged, he'll probably just take the tag and let um, you know McRae and Dunkley just go nuts. I don't mind midfielders going forward. Like I, I love it when midfielders go forward. No. But it's because it, it's either it's either if forward it or bench. Their time on ground. It's forward yeah. or bench. Yeah, yeah. It's got to increase their time on ground. So yeah. they've got to be playing go, re- go rest eighty-five forward. to ninety percent time on ground. Yeah. Bont just that another year older. Like I'm so optimistic. Oh, you don't understand how bad I want to start him. I just can't get him. Oh fuck! Yeah. Whose turn is it? Uh, I think it's uh, back to Bumps. you guys. No, Bombs Bombs hasn't given us his nine. Oh, no, nine. So Bombs for nine, mate. Oh, nine was Canil- yeah, Canilio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my number nine is Clayton Oliver at 114. I just think that uh, another year older, another year wiser, looked even like slimmer again, um, and that with Maxi Gorn, you know, fit and firing. That uh, Clayton Oliver to Max Gorn combo is going to be elite. Um, and two fit shoulders this year. Not coming in off any yes. operations or anything as well. So I had I've got Clary at nine with 114. Um, he has been my constant swing with Tom Mitchell in and out of that team, in out in and out of my team. Um, and it's only if I need the extra 40k will I go down back down to Oliver. Yeah, I've got uh, <clears throat> I've got Clary at nine as well, uh, 115. So again, um, the year before preseason, he did have the uh, was it double shoulder reconstruction or whatever yeah. he had going on. So this year, I expect big things. I actually had him just missing at 11, but. Um, there's a there's like I, I still still think serviceable. I still think it's a great pick because you'll probably play every game because he's a champion. Um, my issue with him is not necessarily Clayton Oliver. It's, it's Melbourne itself. I don't see them improving at all. Um, I mean, there is there's a couple other spinners in the works. Like yeah, does Petraka come into that midfield? Does that change things with Oliver? I don't really think necessarily it does. It might even help him. Um, but his issues really has been uh, Melbourne last year didn't convert any of his forward entries. So if you have a look at Oliver's stats from last year, he actually had career highs in quite a few categories, except unfortunately he also had them in turnovers and he had a, a low in um, scoring assists. So I think if Melbourne can turn around, then his scores will go up potentially five points per game. Do you reckon a tur- the turnover was a correlation between his kick to handball ratio improving as well? <laughs> Potentially as well, yeah, it could yeah. be. But I don't. I actually don't see him as a bad kick. But 
like you know how he does, he gets the ball to his boot very quickly from yeah. a, a clearance, for example, and that's just going to – they just weren't marking anything forward. They were six – Melbourne was six for inside 50s for the year, but they couldn't kick a score to win a game. That's so funny. So it's the, it's seriously, it's it's their forward line setup. Tom McDonald wasn't grabbing anything. They have no one really to take a big mark or to create a contest. It was just getting turned over and just out the other side, and that's how they're losing. Get that football. Jesse Hope so, like back, Oregon. Oh yeah. oh yeah, no, he was well, he was seriously average. Oh wait. Well, they thought they had everything. They had, they they had Weedman. They had Weedman and everything, and the Hogan. Oh, we got the top scoring side. Let's just uh, improve our defence, and then everything topples over. Yeah, nah. So they need they look. And I did like in the first march. I liked Mitch Brown there, but um, I don't think he's a permanent solution either. Um, obviously, they've got Luke Jackson to sort of fill that role, but he's obviously first year. I don't expect the big things from him. So it'll be interesting to see how they go this year. I'm not predicting big things from Melbourne. So. Uh, bombs, would you have Clayton? Uh, didn't. That's disrespectful. 110. Just. Yeah, now put him at around that 110. Um, the thing I like about Oliver is so you take someone like that and you know that at some point there's going to be that 120 in there, and at a minimum you're going to get 110. So you can almost just back him every year until he really does kind of explode because he's you know he's good for 22 games. You know he's good for 110. So it's not a bad selection at all. I just yeah. in terms of average, just don't think it's top 10. We spoke about it last had- year. It seems so frustrating owning Clayton Oliver, and it was simply because the year before we were so used to 100, 100, 100, 100. You know, yeah. 120, 100, yeah. 100, 100, 120, 130. Like yeah. he, he had a good fluctuations. Mm. Well, he's 140 and 80. Yeah, okay. he's 170, 140 worth <clears throat> against the two bottom sides, uh, Gold Coast and Carlton. So I see he plays Gold Coast twice this year, so that could be a good reason for him to increase. Um, but I actually see Gold Coast as a much more improved team this year than they were last year. So we'll see how that all pans out. It's um, yeah, it's all interesting. I still don't think he's a bad pick. He's just uh, slightly outside for me. All right, Benny, you're number nine, mate. Uh, so I had Clary, I was with you, mate. Oh, Corey, sorry, we've, mate. Been on, we've been in sync. Yeah, and I, I had oh, no. nine, so... I think we've done this. Have we done nine? We're up to eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think we're starting with we didn't you boys. Fuck, Ben, we should just run a podcast together, I reckon. Yeah, we should, mate. We've, we've, <laughs> we keep... we keep. You guys can fuck off, man. Me and, me and Boss will just have banter all day, all day every day. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be us. for each other. <laughs> oh, I can, I can be... assure you, I am fucking teaming up with this peanut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be... I'll be... I'll be, I'll be shattered... I'll be shamed. You can be skip. We'll just have this like constant back and forth. Hey Corey, Corey, it'll be it'll be the Corey Ben and the Out Leas podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, eight boys. Super, I had super uh... coach Out Leas. I know. We expect the order. Bomber number eight. Uh, danger at one hundred and fifteen. Oh, yes. So people might think eight is low, but you know. We got eight midfielders this year to choose from, so he makes the uh, cut for a top eight, doesn't he? So, 115 is just what I think he'll do. I don't think he'll improve, and I don't think he'll regress. Um, but you know, it's danger. It could be anything. We could get 122. I completely agree that it could be anything. I'm sort of a little bit more on the optimistic side. I actually have um, the five at eight, but uh, when I say eight, it's averaging 118, so it's not like it's a bad. Selection. I just um, Chris. Either you tell people where you put Dangerfield, or you let Corey say his eight. <laughs> well, they skipped me for my eight, so I'm just wrapping no, it back around. No, we didn't. Boys, this time. Yeah, oh, well. okay. Sorry. Don't be a whore. Okay. Well, I'll just sit over here. Sorry. We. I had Dangerfield at four. <laughs> With 120. Chris, where do okay. you have Dangerfield? 
I've got him at three at yeah. 123 average. Um, yeah. I think I might regret this, but I actually had Dangerfield at eight, the same as Bont. Oh, there you oh, go. Right. Maybe you guys should have a podcast. Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> um, call it the just as I'd fucking, just as I'd decline the other fella, also decline you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually thinking of just I fucking branching off with Brett, just me and Brett show. That's what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> no, because no one has five and a half hours to listen to you two idiots argue without someone fucking holding it in one. Um, I had Bont at eight, People so Chris, who was your eight? Uh, Fife. So, uh, yeah, I think he's going to have a decent season. My worry about Fife at the moment, other than the fact that he obviously misses games, which is not, nothing to do with average, but kind of does, um, is purely the uh, the fact that in the preseason they actually said that he was going to be spending more time forward and letting the younger guys come into that um, uh, mix, which I thought he already spent a lot of time forward. So if that moves to 40%, that could really impact his average moving forward. Uh, still think he's a good pick, 118. It's just not... Um, not s- not as high as some of the other guys that I have. You do, hey, you do five, know just percent You do know just to take five some of the coaches' fucking statements as a grain of salt, or someone like Fife coming out saying oh, he's going to spend more time forward with a grain of salt. Every fucking yeah, play absolutely. goes down. Says, yeah, yeah, I would I'd love, love to, to have actually this seen it. Fucking <laughs> forward this year, mate. Fife is going to go on the guts. Those kids, mate. Cherry and Brayshaw could never walk around with Fife's bags. <laughs> they just you see him at quarter time, just cleaning his boots. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look, I, I've got Fife at seven, but um, I, it's not because I don't buy that forward thing. I've got him averaging 115. He he could hey, be the number one scoring uh, averaging midfielder this year, though. Full preseason, for the first time in fucking forever. If he, I, I 100% agree. He's got every opportunity to do that. Um, I just I just worry. I mean, there's obviously the other concern is his body, but yeah. how much does that impact his scoring? It's who knows. Well, surprise, surprise, Corey. I have Fife in that seven also. Yeah, I reckon if Fife and Kelly play a full year, that one of them will will, will win the brown line. Oh, well, Fife's already won two. He doesn't yeah, that's what I mean. Year. I'm uh, saying yes. this year he'll win if he plays full year. Well, good to know. For, uh, me, for me, with Fife, Fife's more the um, shoulder surgery. Was it a partial Rico or something on his shoulder? So you saw him strapped up in year. that. Yeah, at the end of last year. Yeah, so I think he's still talented, but he might. Yeah, that through the brat, like. He Start off a little slow, yeah. Oh, and he had the surgery, I think, just after it, and then he had the, or whatever. But I uh, know the, uh, was it the VFL match or whatever it was, the All-Stars uh, State of Origin game, he had that really, what was it, aggressive strap-on, oh, basically. It was fucking it was ugly, whatever Aggressive strap-on. Strap-on, aggressive strap-on. The shoulder strapping. Yeah. No, I enjoyed the way you said it the first shoulder time. Shoulder strap-on, yeah, right. That's a, that's a weird one. Uh, uh, bombs, eight. I kicked us off with my eight. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Chris is so, fucking so losing the plot. <laughs> See, I like structure and synergy. When we go in the same order, then I've got that in my head. Now you guys are changing the order. It's sending me always. That's all right. So we, we had yeah, so Chris, maybe just, uh, Bonks maybe just seven. to the host. Let him do his work, mate. Bonks, uh, yeah, seven. <laughs> I, had, I had five at seven with 119. Yeah, so we okay. all had five except Chris. Who was your seven? Uh, Josh Kelly at uh, at seven in uh, with a hundred and nineteen average. Why? Um, why? I do think he's going to improve slightly. Um, I don't think he's going to have the best year of all time. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more attention with Josh Kelly this year, mainly because well, first of all, there's no Toronto, which which definitely impacts him. Um, I also think there's a lot of scoring throughout the GWS midfield. Like everyone scores big, and at some point there's got to there's not going to be enough for someone to get to that next level. So, 
the if I wasn't saying that Josh Kelly could go 119, he would be 130. He's probably 130 at 16 other football clubs. But because it's GWS and the amount of scoring in their club, I don't think there's enough room there to, for him to get to 130 and Whitfield to get to 115 and Cornelio to average 115 or, you know, whatever it may be. There's just not enough points in Supercoach to make that work. Yeah, exactly. So Cornelio gets a, a 110 and uh, Lockie Whitfield gets a 105. I just and then that, that statement again, just like it makes no sense. You had Jackson McRae, Josh Dunkley, and Marcus Bontempelli go one twenty three, well one sixteen and one fourteen last year. Yeah, but the difference is, is what did Shaki score and what did Aaron Norton score? Yep. I mean, you look at what did uh, Caleb Davis score Cameron. and Lipinski and Lockie Zach Hunter, Williams, Whitfield. Lipinski. Like, Even their rookie the score. Hunter. <laughs> they're, they're all averaging. So I think Hunter averaged the same as what Williams did. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Williams averaged 101. So Yeah, I think Lockie Hunter averaged around 100, didn't he? No, he was below this year. I think he's about 97, but okay. close. Peanuts. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, you have all those players. Like, every team's got those players. Historically, teams that play well can have a large group of players that do. I just... Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, look, well, I'm not, more, I'm not disagreeing points. with you. I'm just I'm disagreeing with that statement oh. that you're saying. I'm disagreeing I with I think it. there's the, just a lot of natural... There's a lot of natural improvement within the team. I see Jacob Hopper improving. I see, you know, what happens when Callum Ward comes back. Um, then Hopper doesn't improve. <laughs> I see, like, Himmelberg, like, I see improving. You know? yeah, like, there's all these guys Josh around. Kelly is dead set, playing the, attending the most centre bounces out of all of them, him, him and Canelio, and they're probably rotating forward and kicking four. The Rolls Royce. Oh, I don't know if he's kicking four. If he's kicking four, is it averaging 140? Kick four in the All-Star game. <laughs> Kick four against the best players in the competition. This is true. Yeah. No, I just I do see him as a good a great player. Now, um, I just don't know if he's going to be one thirty. No, I think it's I'll, more like at one twenty. I've got him at two with one twenty five. Hey, I got him at number two as well. I think he's going one twenty eight. Boys, I am big on the Josh Kelly yeah, train. Me too. He yeah. is fit. He's had a preseason. Yep. He looks so good amongst all the all stars and the VF and the bloody Victorian side. He looks a class above everyone. He is the tits. Get on them. Fair Get enough. on the tits. Bombs. I have Kelly at uh, one, going one twenty-six. Oh, whoa! Where did that come from? What do you mean? Where did it come from? You fucking love where did it. Go? Kelly's been <laughs> hasn't been that high all year. The only, the only, the only reason why he doesn't start in my team is his history of games played. Okay, he will be the number one average in midfielder, though. That's fair enough. That's why. That's why he is actually starting in my side because they have the last buy and I don't want to bring him in. So I'll start with him and burn one burn one trade if everything falls pear shape and just I can take, afford anyone in the comp. Take the 130 until he fucking breaks down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take Pretty much drive it like you stole it. Take no, it to the but you know store. the worst part is, is no matter what happens, the moment he misses a game, whether they say it's one week or two weeks, fuck him off. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it'll be it'll be four and a half weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Of, you, you know how the Josh Kelly? Yeah, yeah, one more week. Uh, two more weeks. Yeah, one more week. Uh, Fuck it. I just want to make sure oh, he's Jerry right for the rest of the well, season. Well, that's what Chris said last year. Five, five got knocked down and goes, "See, I told you." Yeah. I was like, "He got knocked down." <laughs> yeah, it was I told you. Knocked down. Being See, knocked down is different yeah. than. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that's also a consideration. But, I mean, that also does play into his average. His two lowest games last year were when he came back from injury. And those two games, he was playing on a wing as opposed to playing in the guts. So um, that the injury history does actually play into his average, unfortunately. Yep. So uh, we're on to six now, yeah? I think we are, yes. Yeah, because we're the same. Uh, 
Uh, Bonks, you're six. Yep. Uh, Bonks and Pally at 119. Uh, yep. Uh, mine is Tom Mitchell at 120. Hey, yeah, yeah, boy. I got Tom Mitchell at six so, as well. Um, I have Tom Mitchell at six. This is no disrespect to Titch. It's just I've got no. I've got three players separated by point one. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's really disrespectful to Titch at all. No. I've got Tom Mitchell at number two at one hundred and twenty-four. Yeah, I knew you'd have. Oh, that's one. big. Yeah. I just think he starts slower, and the reason is get time on ground. So if you look at his um, statistics from two years ago, when he averaged 129, he averaged 90% time on ground. Yeah, I don't think he's going to start the year on 90% time on ground. I think he might start at 80 to 85, and then they'll flick a switch. Might be four games in, might be six games in, and all of a sudden he'll average will start going up, and his time on ground will increase yeah, as well. That's and that was my um, exact reason too. Yeah. So I think he'll start e- either way. Summer. I think you need him at some point, and then you want to be on that train when it goes off, I yeah. tell you. Well, this is my theory now. I mean, I had Clayton Oliver in there, and I've listened to Bombs fucking harp on about this idiot all year. <laughs> um, and it's just like, if I can, if the 40K is there, I might as well spend it. I, I, I'm almost guaranteeing myself that Tom Mitchell is a top eight, where I think Clary has that potential to almost be a fringe. So um, as much as I hate to say it, listening to Bombs fucking rich every day sometimes has its benefits. I do, yeah. I I'm actually starting Titch just because I, I just don't want to have the problem of if he goes big, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, but it, it it does leave a hole because okay, I'm starting Titch, but who am I leaving out? Um, and then it's probably Fife that I'm leaving out. And so when Fife goes big, I'm gonna just hate my life because classic Fife's gonna rock a one sixty in week one or week two or something stupid, and I'm uh, gonna be like constant one. I'll enjoy my one ten. <laughs> you know the funny thing with Tom Mitchell too I mean a lot of these players you can make an argument for you know there's probably other players around them that could emerge and stuff like with Hawthorne I don't really think they have another another midfielder that's got this level in them no, um, so I think it is just Tom Mitchell as the pure bull and I'll yep. tell you this you're worried oh the first couple of weeks he might not get the time on ground but what did you say week three or four or something he might just you know sort of just get the time on ground when he's not getting the time on ground, it doesn't matter because he's still going, you know, 110, 115. And I don't know what you guys, if you play for overall leagues, but I like to keep a league focus. You don't have matchups in the first two weeks anyway. So yep. you get him you get him sort of fit and firing at round three, no issues. Uh, we we yeah. both pretty much play for overall. Not only that, yeah. And if um, you, if I agree you don't, with what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And my only issue is, is that if I don't start him, I need to start someone that I'm willing to move on. In order to get him, because he's still going to be expensive, and you're not going to have the cash, especially with these dodgy rookies that are fronting for the better part. You would have to then try and upgrade like a Devin Smith or someone, but there's no point bringing them into your side if you don't think that they're a keeper upgrade at Devin, that mid price. Upgrade Devin Smith to Titch, yeah, like 300k. You let them float up to oh, like 450. Got to choose someone. Yeah. Devin Smith is not a keeper. That's no, not so. in my books. But you're hoping. No, no, you're hoping. That's a little bit of a preview. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make my top ten. So you're hoping he's. You're hoping he's a keeper, right? But there's a chance he might. I know he's a keeper. I know. I know what your example is like. But, but either way, I'm saying as in I would need someone around that. Yeah, you need Narkel or McGrath or somebody. Gibbs, yeah. Narkel, uh, even Haitley or a 300k player to try and make you a quick 150 because otherwise trying to go from a rookie to Titch will be near impossible yeah, in at, the a, first, at, a, at, at a six weeks can, in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's so it. Starting you, more, you, more you got to go the big boy, the ones that are almost out of reach if they start firing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck off. Oh, no, I was going to say, I was going to bring up overall, actually. How did you guys go last year? Now, Ben, I know you had a real good year, didn't you? 
Yeah, I was shaping up well, except I kind of ran out of trades. I finished uh, 361 in the end. Yeah. And Chris had a year to forget, I believe. I had a yeah. very, very hard year to forget. I was at, I was at around like 18,000, I think. At Chris, the end. don't worry. You can always yeah. bounce back. I got relegated a couple of years ago, and I haven't looked back since. So don't stress. I finished, oh. I finished 831st or something. And what were you, Bombs? Like 3,000 and something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and he gets dipped for that all the time, which is great. I normally put a little bit more mayo on it, but I thought for this purpose. I was playing catch-up from round seven onwards when uh, Robbie Gray went down. Well, yeah, I started Dunkley. He went Robbie Gray, and um, that's pretty much where his season, <laughs> that's that's where his season was, fell over. The, the first six weeks, I was winning that, and then Gray gets injured in set, week seven. It's the first round of upgrades. So instead of upgrading, I couldn't upgrade that week, so I had to trade Robbie Gray for the injury. Yep. And I didn't trade him to Dunkley because I was like, well, his six games earlier was shit. And then Dunkley comes out and just goes huge. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my uh, God. Well, let's just hope your idiot. advice is better than the moves you actually make, eh? Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. We'll go to five, <laughs> Bumps. Um, sitting at number five, Paddy Cripps at 119. Um, and I'm hesitant to put him at 119, to be honest. I... Um, I nearly had him at 114 and outside of my top eight, to be honest. In that case, you wouldn't start him. Um, You know, we talk about players that could just absolutely burn you and destroy your season, and Cripps is the kind of guy that can do it. And with over 50% ownership, I'm not willing to take that risk. And particularly in head-to-head leagues, he will come up as a VC or C against me. And if I don't have him... I could be looking at a really dangerous situation. So it's for that reason, I'm playing a bit of defense by starting him on the year, but it would not surprise me at all to see him fall outside the top eight. Defense in Supercoach, I love it. Um, my five was Lockie. Oh, sorry, I had Cripper at three with a 121, um, and my five is Lockie Neal at 120. Oh, actually, sorry, where do you guys have Cripper? Uh, I have him at five as well. Yeah. Uh, you should guess, uh, Corey. I had him at three for Crips. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, and my, my number five is Lockie Neal at 120.1. So point. Oh, uh, yeah, not, not bad. Um, my number four is Lockie Neal, so, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, my five was uh, Dunkley Boys based on, I think, he... Yeah, no, well, you know I mean? He's still going to have some flat, flat games, I believe, and um, he's definitely undervalued. His last, what, 31 games, his average 115. I know he went absolutely massive in the back end of last year. I still see him being a really great option, but I'm looking at him more at like a 120 sort of flat kind of range of 119. Uh, yeah, so I, I like, I, I, lo- I love Dunkley, but um, yeah, no, for can't. me, for me, I, I, I got can't, Dunkley no, I can't at defend you five. Sorry. Um, and Neil at four, slightly above. So I, have, I have Dunkley at two, um, and he could very much well be one. Yeah. Uh, from when he moved into midfield last year, he averaged 128 points per game, which would put him this year as the number one going into the season. I think he's super underpriced. I think he's probably the arguably the best pick at the Dogs because he literally gets no attention because Bont's getting the tag. McRae's off racking his possession. So if it's not going to Bont, it's going to McRae. Dunkley just roams around getting his own ball. Yeah, see, it's now, awesome. this year I think if it's not going to Bont, it's going to Dunkley. You can't tag McRae. He's untaggable. Oh, he great works super hard. Where he, so oh, where he had what thirty McRae instead does. of forty-eight. Yeah, but what what they do, which is quite interesting with McRae, he get, when he gets tagged, he's instead of being around the ball or forward of the ball, he starts floating in behind the ball to pick up his possession. So he still might get high possession. Yeah, see, you're not tag, to, you're not tagging those players though because of how many times they touch the ball. I don't think you're tagging you tag Bond because of how clean he is with the 
when he uses a ball. And I think that teams are going to start putting more attention into Josh Dunkley off that value too, because he's a good kick inside 50 as well. Um, they actually, all, all three are. of them are, yeah. Aren't they? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, um, I would prefer McRae kicking to me in the forward line just because of how amazing he is. But Bont has proven, especially recently, that his kicking's got a lot better than what it was. Josh Dunkley. Not only that, Bont in JLT1, how do you not tag him? JLT1, yeah, exactly. no one gave him any attention and he tore them a new one. Like, how do you not take notice of that? Any team take off, notice of off that. Off natural regression, and just I think the other two are that far ahead of Josh Dunkley. Um, I don't have Josh Dunkley in my top 10. And that's no knock on him. I just don't think he'll average over what I have, 114. Yep, I'm with you, BE. I don't natural, have him in my Did you say natural regression? I like just that's with it. the... Yep. Sorry, not natural regression of a player. He's 22. Um, incorrect wording. I just think with the rest of that team developing... Um, and I think, I just think I he's, like, he's like he's like the Dane Beams of Collingwood. Not this year, but in like 2010 when it was. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'll swap. I'll try to draw a parallel. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won't go. I'm like, uh, this Beams is a long day. Um, <laughs> you know, like where Beams that year that the three pies popped off. The next year, think, one of yeah, them regressed, yeah. and it was Dane Beams. Um, I yeah. think I don't have Josh Dunkley making the ten. Well, the other consideration, of course, is how much points is going through the team. Um, so if everyone's increasing, then the one the thing that's good that's on their side is that I do expect Bulldogs to be potentially top four this year. Yep. So if They're that's the case, they'll, they'll earn more super coach points per yep. game. Um, so that could be the shortfall in, in what you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, at the moment, I'm still very big on Dunkley. And Bombs, you don't have Dunkley in your top ten either, do you? No. No. I know Brett would have him high too because Brett loves the doggy boys. Um, yeah, there's no room. There's no room for more though, boys. Like even Cornelio, great pick. Uh, yeah, there's, so there's, there's we're talking. We're splitting hairs here anyway. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. We're, we're talking. We're talking what three or four points either way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like DBJ versus anyone else and there's a, a yeah, defender. Exactly. You know? exactly. Um, yeah, so so it's had, a no competition when he's fucking popping off. So I had Neil. <laughs> I four. can't wait for those forties. Chris, who was your, was your four? Dunkley? Or was that Benz? No, you're, you're uh, that was Dunkley. No. Five, five for Dunkley for me. I had uh, no. four was uh, Lockie Neal, seeing that someone mentioned Neil before. Me at five, yes. Um, yeah, I have Lockie at four as well. Bumps? My number four is Lockie Neal at uh, 121. And I had Neil at, one, at five at 120.1. Um, and my four is Dangerfield. Um, Bumps, you're three. Um, what do I got three here? I got Jack McRae at 122. Ooh. Okay. I got McRae at one. I have, yeah. Yeah, I have McRae at number one as well. Um, highly durable. Yeah, super consistent. Yeah, I think consistency I helps, particularly with um, your averages. That's why I rate, you know, Jelly so high because he's super consistent, hardly has a bad game. This is where my Dunkley, my Dunkley issue came because I think McRae's average has gone up to 130. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. I think he's having a massive season. I don't know if you heard, but do you hear the stat? In two years, he's dropped under 94 times. Oh, no, I know. Um, I, I think he's definitely going to... Uh, he's not mine and mine as well, but I just don't think he's got a 130 in him. Um, interestingly, last year, I th- uh, so not last year, the year before, um, he would have been the number one super coach player if he didn't have the injury-affected hamstring game. Uh, I think it was 51. quarter after time the, or something. Yeah, quarter time. he went big and then he's, bang. His true average was 131. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's he's got the ability to do it. There's no there's no question about it in my opinion. Um, I just don't see with 
anyone in that team averaging 130 with the amount of high scorers they have, but it could definitely happen. I have Danger at three. I was going to say... So I had... Yeah, go. Yeah, no, you're right. I was just going to say I had um, Cripps at three, and um, can I just say, I think we need to mention Lockie Neal a little bit more because everyone kind of skipped over him, but uh, highly durable. Oh, no, just... Well, highly durable as well. So, I mean, if you're looking at a team just for leagues particularly, not so much overall, durability. You can look at uh, McRae, uh, Lockie Neal... yeah, Danger and Oliver, Dangerfield and Oliver, like those two, those four players, like never miss games. Realistically, Adam Titch, I mean, outside the broken leg, yeah, he's, correct. He's played. I think he played like what sixty, like sixty-six games or eighty-eight games in a row. Four yeah, minus in a row. the leg, and yeah. it's not a soft tissue. The leg heals, so yeah, it's broken not like bones. those ACLs. They're bumps. Easier to come back from when it's snapped. No, in six I, places. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not seven. Tell that to Langdon from Collingwood. <laughs> no, he's got a degenerative knee. Yeah, it's a joke. He's yeah. not coming back. Yeah, yeah no, that, and that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly why I'm starting. I, I, I feel like I'm out of the big five that I'm starting. It's McRae, Dunkley, Dangerfield, Neil, and Titch because I just want that 20, hopefully 22 games from them all. Um, and it's, it's, it's like the one thing you can hang your hat on. I didn't start five because he never plays 22. I didn't start Crips because his body's unreliable. You know, like... It's stupid. Like, this is where we're splitting hairs, but that's really what I've gone to. Yeah. i got Cripps coming in at 125. I think uh, he, now that he has all those people around him, I think it'll just make that much cleaner. I think he'll just absolutely bulldoze everyone and get those clean hands out. So you'll, and then he, I think his time on ground stays really high. He pushes forward, kicks some goals. Uh, I can attest to that when he tore Brisbane a new one in that second half <laughs> that was last the best, year. That was the best half of football I've ever Mind seen. Mind you, I had, I had Lockie Neal VC. I'm boasting to Chris. He was like, what, 100 at half time? Lockie Neal was 100 at half time and Chris was like 50. Yeah, and I was like, sucked in, Chris. Here goes my VC in standard. Next minute, um, Neil did nothing and Chris went, was it 190 or 194 something? Yeah. Or yeah, something. That, was the, that, was the, that was the same Walsh week, wasn't it, Bob? Is that Brisbane? Yeah, 141. Yeah. Tim Sandwalsh, yeah, I think so. Thought so. Fuck, that's when I had him VC. Story for another day. Um, all right, let's just recap here. Go 3 2 1. We'll start with Bonds. Who was your 3 2 1? Um, Jack McRae was three. Yep. Um, this one might surprise you. I've got actually Sam Walsh at number two. <laughs> Come on. That's a bit of a joke. Uh, Tom Mitchell at number two, and Josh Kelly at one. Uh, mine was Cripper at three with a 121, Kelly at two with a 125, and McCray at one with a 130. Uh, ben? Yep. So I've got uh, Cripps at 125. I've got Josh Kelly at 128 and McCray at 129. So what are we doing? The top, top three, two, one. You're three, two, one. Yeah. Uh, yes. Dan- Dangerfield at 123, Dunkley at 124, and McCray at 125. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Very oh, interesting. How deep into this are we? What, an hour or ten? Not That's bad. what she said. I reckon, uh, well, she said she's an hour or ten deep into this, is she? <laughs> she always. Yeah. 60% time works every time. Beautiful. Chris, um, never no- Chris, never- Chris doesn't normally count the minutes because he doesn't last one. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Why are we even friends? <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's move across to the rucks, guys. Um but five, four, three, two, one, and we'll go across back to the insiders, and we'll start with Benny again. Yep. So just number five. Yes, please. Okay, five. I've got uh, Rob for me. Um, you could throw a blanket over a couple of these boys in for number five, um, particularly not Wits, who someone 
shitted me off about. But I just think uh, Rob's high ceiling, boys. I think, um, look, I know we had a few, quite a few 80 games and whatever have you, but I think high ceiling uh, definitely counts for uh, putting the average together. So for me, he's uh, scraping in. One thing I love about Rob, I also have him at five, is the, the a couple of games in the, back in the season where he shared the ruck duties with um, Josh Jenkins. Those games he scored really low. So if he's number one Jenkins for the whole or Jenkins? Season, is it Jenkins? Yeah. Jenkins, okay. Yeah. Um, he's now not there. Yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's now not there. I, I definitely see improvement in Rob from his – he's still at a 95 average. I mean, I, I think he can at least go 100. So I don't think he's a terrible pick by any stretch. Yeah, I've got I, him 100 and change. I've also got him at five with the 103. Nice. I missed who you were talking about. Who was it? Uh, No, he's sitting at number four for me at 108. Who is your your five then? Uh, Well, Corey, Tim English. Come on, mate. (laughs) There we go. He makes an appearance. At at 99, and I had him only two points a game ahead of Sam Jacobs, to be honest. So that makes sense now why you don't have Dunkley there, because if he's averaging over 100... There's no way that... See, I, I don't know. I, like, I love English. I just think it's probably more like a 2021 for me. I mean, even uh, Grundy averaged, what, 93 years in a row before he went absolutely massive. It's like 99 or something. Yeah, it was like 90 flat, 93, 90, you know. He definitely hit 93 years in a row, and then he exploded. So I love English. I'm just a little more... Um, reserved. Reserved, yes. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it doesn't make my list, but I can definitely see him making the five. It wasn't my list either. Um, I, yeah, Robert... Uh, five. Uh, you're four, Chris. Chris, um, I have Goldie. Ah, uh, sorry, it was meant to be um, Ben. Ben, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I had a uh, light set at number four for me. Um, super consistent. It's just, I think, again, uh, now Port Adelaide, I think, is the only ruck there uh, worthy of a mention. But he, he's again high ceiling. Um, obviously, a little bit injured coming in. I think he's going to miss a week or so, but. Uh, I just don't see how he overtakes the top three rucks, to be honest, and that's pretty much where he sits at four. He was stiff to miss out on mine because of the injury. Lysette. Oh, well, I, I've got him listed at three, Lysette, for me. So um, I love Lysette. Um, I'm actually – I toyed with him in my team a few times this season. It doesn't He's not going to make my actual team. But um, essentially, obviously, the, the, the buy really hurts his structure, but I do see him as a potential upgrade target if you're playing a, a smaller ruck. Having said that, um, Lysette averaged 125 points per game in his six games that he didn't play with Ryder last year. So I do think that he's going to be bridging that gap from 101 that he averaged last year, I believe. I think that he's probably a, that 110 to 115 barrier, potentially more, but I think Laddams there will, at some stages, he'll share ruck duties with Laddams, um, but I don't see Laddams playing every game. I don't even know if Laddams is def- necessarily best 22, uh, but he will impact Lysette's scoring at some point for sure. Yeah, so I didn't have Lysette on there. Bumps? Yeah, Lysette, not in mine either. Yep, so my number four was uh, Marsh. Well, Marsh, Marshall. I just wrote oh, yeah. Marsh because I was lazy. Marsh. <laughs> Marsh series. Uh, well, yeah. It could be worse. You could could call him JLT. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> fucking Good one. Every week. Uh, well, he kept saying JLT. That was a terrible joke. He, instead of saying Marsh series, they kept talking about the JLT series. Yeah, yeah sorry. Good one. Go on. <laughs> Uh, 111. I have Royal Marshall at four. I just can't see it with, with Ryder there. But, I mean, having said that, Ryder, how many games is Ryder going to play? Oh, I think Ryder's. I just think Royal Marshall is just going to rock so much. And I, just, I like him. He was, he was good against Grundy. Yeah. He was actually out-muscling Grundy at a lot. Yeah. It looks um, it it was was interesting. strong. Like, stronger than what he was, too. 
Can you see it? Like, is there an argument to be made to actually start him? I don't think so. Just because you've got Gorn and Grundy. It wouldn't surprise me in the next couple of years if he was like up pushing the number one ruck spot, though. Yeah. Not only that, the benefit, though, is if you do start, say, a Jacobs or a Naismith, if you're going to go balls out, uh, at least you do have you a, a sample size. We have a sample size, but you could then bring in Marshall or you could bring in Lysette to play all three buy rounds and give you value if you weren't going to go up to you know, a Gorn as your R2. Yeah, um, that's think, the only I viable think the gap reason. between Gorn, Grundy, and the rest is just way too much. It was yeah, so even if you say... Okay, so even if you say Gorn goes 120 and you think, say, uh, one of those, Lysette goes 110, right? If, if you bring him in for those buy rounds, then essentially you're... Yeah, make up a small... I'd say like 50 points maybe, but it depends on your players on field. Depends how many you have on field, and yes. overall, again, we're playing for overall, whereas yeah, they're playing for... Leagues, yeah. So yeah, true. Yeah, fair call. Yeah, you give yeah. me Gorn and Grundy but, besides those buy weeks, like I'm winning. And, and you know, I go into the buys every year just wanting to win two, two out of three, so... Um, Sure, sure. Uh, so you guys know Ron Marshall? Uh, no, no, just no, he doesn't make one. No. Number six for me. Well, so too too many question marks at this stage. No, not for me either, Corey. All right, so you're four. Who's your four? Uh, Rob at 108. Oh, right. Yep, are uh, you boys four? Or Ben? Toddy uh, Goldstein. So he had Goldstein, I had Lysette. So three for me is Goldstein. Yeah, Goldie yep. was three for me but, too. It'd be interesting to see um, him playing with... Someone like a cherry, if that's actually going to hold up during the season, and if no, they're going to go with that, how much ruck time no, does he get? No, I think Goldie's just cherry, amazing. Cherry straight out when um, Ben Brown comes yeah, back. Ben Brown's back. Um, Bonds, did you have Goldie at three? Yep, at one hundred and eleven. So we all had Goldie at three, yep. except yeah, pretty much yep. Goldie at four. Yep, uh, and then yep. all right. So Gorn Grundy, has anyone got Grundy? Not got Grundy one and Gorn at two. Yep, I've got it uh, the other way around. Yeah, uh, Grundy I've gone Grundy 1, Gorn 2 for me. Yeah, I have Grundy 1, but Gorn 2. But, I mean, again, if you take out Gorn's injury game last year, he actually averaged more than Grundy last year Yeah, in his true average. So I can I can see Gorn averaging more. Uh, but they're probably going to average something similar. Well, I think 125 to 130-ish. Again, I don't, I don't see it anything big. Um, in terms of who's more likely to regress, it, in my opinion, it's Gorn, not Grundy. Um, but <laughs> that's just my opinion. That is dumb. That is dumb. Grundy's dead, bro. He's I just got his seven well, contract. He's only gone on <laughs> He's not in a contract yet. Fennigan, um, Gorn just took also, over as captain of the club. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, he's, captain and he's, he's also proven to have a really unreliable body, unlike Grundy. So, they unfortunately, even... unreliable. Until, dude, until he started actually playing football games, which was only three years ago, he was in and out of the team about five or six years in a row. He averaged like what? six games a season. Yeah, but Ruck, like Ruckman take years. longer to develop. Yeah, so but that really. wasn't big. Yeah, and, well, and, and you think now that Gorn's established, that's is what he's going to be doing every second week and playing six <laughs> games? <laughs> it, was, it was body <laughs> related. It, it was definitely body related. Uh, I still think Grundy's got another level to go to. I think his contested ball around the ground will hold him in good stead for me. So yeah, look, it's just a difference of opinion. You I know, it's Grundy like um, thirty-one. He done. Hold on. He done his knee injury right in 2017. We missed half the year. His year before that, and the last two years in total, he's missed one game. Yeah, I agree. 
But before that, well, well you can't not yeah, agree because they're facts. Didn't he do? He did. Like didn't he do two ACLs? Didn't he do like two he ACLs? He was probably back back? he was sucking back He's some Darius. Yeah, I know. For his entire career. Yeah, he was. He <laughs> was. He, he <laughs> was. He didn't have the right frame of mind too. He was, you know, and he, he's nah. the first one to admit this. He was too busy smoking and being a fucking wannabe hipster. He, he wasn't taking hey, AFL seriously. Maybe he'll start painting like Dane Beams. Who's the guy that just said he had ACLs? Who was it? Chris. Yeah, Chris. Hey, no, actually, thanks for that because I'm going to absolutely fucking destroy Brett now because what he going to do after his back-to-back ACLs? I don't know if that's dominate. accurate. Um, well, he, he definitely was injured over there. That's, that's right. We'll just quote hey, you. And just, just, just <laughs> say it. Oh, but Chris for fucking super no, well, great okay. said. No, but Chris, but he did, Chris yeah, is, he had, he Chris had is, injuries over the, uh, the two years before he started going big. Chris is literally Googling Max Gorn injury. <laughs> injury history, actually. I'll, I'll bring it up for you so you know. Hey, yes. uh, good times. Um, not this man. It's good news for Doherty. Doherty might go 128 now, Corey, because yeah. uh, he might just do a gone just average beast off double ACL. I bit of news here. I heard. I heard. Um, fuck, who was I listening to the other day on the radio? Did fucking the real hipster approach around the AFL at the moment. A lot of the, uh, I think it was Max Gorn talking. A lot of the hipster players smoking their own meat, like. Aside from that's what she said, what the hell are you talking about? Is it smoking like making your own beef jerky? Yeah, like not curing your own. Yeah, not not doing a prince and removing some ribs. That's the other smoking. Oh Jesus! This took a left turn to Albuquerque. All right. Anyway, forwards. Yes, shall we? Gorn's going 130, just just in case you're interested of why I had him number one. Okay, that's cool. We weren't, so but thanks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What's Grundy going? 122. Okay, that's a big drop off. Yeah, considering the way that, like well, considering the way that Grundy scores his points. Um, well, considering yeah, he's got his seven-year deal and ten million dollars, he ain't worried about fucking playing good football now. <laughs> that's... I mean, he he's doesn't done. really want to win either, right? All right yeah, no, like, I wouldn't have thought so. Real really, hipster. He's, he's embracing the loss now. I reckon the other lines fucking cause a bit of fucking arguments. I can't wait till the forwards start. They think this is... Yeah, the forwards will be pretty uh, out there, I think. Uh, so, uh, Bumps, he did a ACL in 2012. Yep. Uh, like the start to 2013 when he had a hamstring injury. He's put on yeah. the long-term injury list in that year as well. Yep. Where's uh, the second AC? Hold on, hold on. Hamstring again. Or hamstring. Nah, I think it was just a single. Sorry, mate. I don't think I can back up your... Uh, That's right. Just quite a dockety argument. That's all right. Hey, well, <laughs> it's, it's what happens when I talk about Jack Martin. People told me that I, I said he was averaging 95. You remember that? But anyway, that the was, point is, in the, last four, in the last four years, he had one significant injury. And, you know, significant injury happens, that's fine, because you're out for a period of time, not these one- or two-week injuries. Aside from that one significant injury, he's missed one game in four years. He's all right. Yep. Oh, I, I, I definitely don't think Gorn is a bad pick, by the way. Hey, he he's been the in jail. my side yeah, the entire season. Thing. Fuck me. He missed the Marsh Cup game, but so that's two games. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hang on. 10th of February, Gorn has twice torn his right ACL and had several other knee surgeries and admits nervous half an hour until scans have ruled him out. I like it. That was, uh, so from, he has done two that was a month ago. You're welcome. There you you can take that to the bank. Hang on, that, from a month ago? No, no, as in, so there's a news report when um, when he was coming back from his, was it latest scare? He was saying how... He'd already um, previously done two. 
yeah, so this is from Melbourne Football. This is from Melbourne Football Club saying, um, so yeah, when Gorn avoids a ACL injury, basically he was saying that, that he's had two ACL injuries before. Uh, he's lucky he avoided a third knee reconstruction, et cetera, et cetera, and how he is nervous when he goes in to get scanned, basically. Fair enough. I, I actually heard that um, that what they did to get Gorn back and firing was actually got a part of Sam Doherty's leg and uh, actually inserted <laughs> into Gorn's leg. It's and so he might even just... He, and that's why Doherty went down. And and you know what? The so you, timelines they they work. They match up. So does that mean that you think Gordon's <laughs> only going to average you one oh seven then or one ten? Or what did you have Doherty? One fourteen. No, I had Doherty at one fourteen. But what I'm saying is now that he's got a bit of Doherty's leg, Gordon's kicking efficiency is gonna go up and you might even go hundred and thirty seven now. This yeah, that true. ball drop's still too high for me. <laughs> I wish no, teams would matter. stop picking to wherever Gorn is, though. It's like on yeah. the on the weekend, it was ridiculous. Like he's just stationed up fifty meters from the play, and just keep kicking straight to where he is. It's like intercept mark, intercept mark, intercept mark. Okay, uh, we're, we're debating the two most set positions. Yeah, I know. On the team, basically. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey, but in all seriousness, are, are you serious? Good word. Are you both going in with Gorn and Grundy? Sit and forget. No, but I, I'm, uh, again, for overall points, it doesn't work for me at this stage. Uh, I I would, mm. I have both of them in, but it's really hard at the moment with all these expensive if rookies. If they were better rookies, I would 100% set them to get any day of the My week. problem is that I, if I have Whitfield and, say, Dusty Martin in my side, then all of a sudden, you know, there's lots of value in the forward line, and but all these rookies are quite expensive. There's no cheap, cheap rookies to go guns and... And rookies approach so much. So anyway, that's another story. Yeah, I just think they offer it's, too much. It's just if they were midfielders of that, you know, call. if they were midfielders or they were forwards, like you'd hundred percent lock them in. It's just fucking yeah. I haven't even told you this yet, Corey, but Gorn and Grundy, you know, are locked for me. But my ruck three is currently Sam Naismith. Oh, I like it. Wow, how the fuck I haven't did even, you do that? Yeah. Well, well, we might talk. Yeah, you know, might have a sesh off here, mate. Yeah, but uh, Naismith in at ruck three. Fuck, man. What happens in these sessions? The, oh. the the only thing that I don't like about him being Ruck Three is the fact he shares the same buy as Gorn and Grundy. Yeah, because I terrible. really would have liked to. I really would have liked him to carry him right through to the buy to cover for Gorn Grundy, then piss him off at like you know four fifty five hundred. In the sesh, we basically say a person, the player that we're looking at, that the other person doesn't agree with, and just call each other fucking idiots for about an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like basically our, our Facebook yeah. chat. Here's the thing. I'm sitting there wondering. I'm like, how the F did he put Naismith at his, as his third highest averaging ruck? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, he's R3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah right. My R3. That's a lot of money on the pine. That's it's not only really 120K. Wait, not that much. Yeah, you spend 120K, but you've got a guy that's going to play games and he's probably going to, you know, average. I think, you know, Particularly, Ruckman should be going eighty plus at a minimum, so he should be, you know, making at least two hundred to two fifty k. I think, yeah, yeah. he'll probably get yeah. to about five hundred to the two fifty. So he could make more than some forwards will. Yeah, it's fair. Well, yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's but the point. question is, what the fuck does it do to the rest of your team? No, nah, it does nothing because it just now work. Oh, I, I just sorry, need bro. one more. No, well, I just need Noble. I'll get rid of Noble. And I uh, can actually afford him as long as I get another 123k defender pop up. Okay, so you had it. Well, that's the exact reason why I'm looking at starting him because I don't think there's anyone at his price that can make as much money as he can on a position of the field. Unfortunately, yeah. like if 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 there was his player but he was a forward, I'd be starting him in the forward line. Yeah. Uh, if he was in defence, I'd be starting him there. But there's there's not really anyone around that price that I would say 
I think comfortably they're going to average 85 to 90 and make 200 to 250k. Yeah. The See, the problem, with going, the the problem with going overall, though, as well, though, is in if you're spending that 100k to put someone on the bench or an extra 130k, how many points is that costing you on field each week until, well, yeah, for overall anyway, that could cost you. Yeah. You should be able to make that up around your ground. That's, what, that's what I mean. The fucking problem, too, is mm. if he gets injured. Like, then it's just like, yeah. you just, <laughs> then you're dead. Fuck. But if anyone gets injured, you know, you're not fucked because there's there's ways around it. Well, no, but then um, you're going down to the rookie that you should have started with. Potentially, or it depends yeah, on the injury. But, I mean, that's like anyone, you know. Well, then um, you make 100. Yeah, but most, <laughs> you know, most primos, <laughs> are, go- the most primos are going yeah. to the next primo. You know, it's, it's a sideways. This is just, it's another downgrade. Yeah. So instead you're of a big down downgrade, up, yeah, you're not yeah. making any money off it. Like, the point is to make money. But I do like the same name. Oh, yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate, dickhead. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but all of a sudden you should have 150 to start the fucking year, you moron. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that. We've got to call this podcast The Tangent. Because we just can't. No wonder we've left forwards last, though, because we're so civil. Forwards will be This definitely needs to be off. This definitely needs to be off. He was very aggressive towards me about Mitchell, how we starting him. And so, look, I'll just let him come around to Naismith as well. <laughs> all right, let's go. We'll start. We'll keep all because I don't want fucking Chris crying now. Um, ben, your F10. Uh, it's a tough one, boys. Honorable mention to about 20 people. Uh, I actually got Gresham at 10 for me, boys. Um, yeah, just look, I think he brings a different dynamic into that midfield. Um, the sample size says that he's playing a lot through there. I think that he could piece together some sort of consistency. Again, I'm not looking. I think he's probably probably around that sort of 93 sort of mark. I think there'll be a lot between that 90 to 90, you know, three marks. So for me, yeah, Gresham at 93. Not loving it, but for it's me, I think he's terrible. He I don't have him, but I think it's he not terrible. In. No, I don't well, have him either, but I did have a look at him. Bombs, you got Gresh? I've got Gresham at 90, 92 average at number 10 as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, Again, you, you guys should definitely start a podcast. Chris? Hey, <laughs> hey, but... I, uh, okay, so, yeah, honourable mention... Oh, there's there's don't that don't even worry about your honorable mention because there's fucking lot. There's going to be a lot. I know. Yeah, All right. Well, I'll just go uh, Chad Wingard then at a ten. Uh, again, I think he's probably averaging that low nineties, somewhere between ninety three, ninety five. Um, he's been he's he's has averaged obviously over a hundred before playing in midfield. So if his role is going to be continued, my issue with Wingard is not. I think he will start midfield. It's obviously classic. Clarko changing the magnets at some point because he can play forward. So if they get an injury forward, it's wing guard forward, isn't it? It has to be. So, you think so. Uh, yeah, I, I like if he plays guard. a full season in the midfield, I think he can definitely average the top 10 numbers. Yeah, I'm with you. He was pretty much just out for me. He has been in, he's been high on my list all preseason and his role was amazing. But then, I don't know, you kind of watch him and he didn't pass the eye test. Yeah, so, Gresham yeah, <laughs> slid in for me. So, um, I didn't have a guard bumps. Um, no, he was, you know, I had him at the same average as Gresham, but uh, it was, I didn't think anyone would have Gresham, to Gresham. be honest. That's why I ran with Gresham at 10. Um, you got to think with, yeah. Wingard, with Wingard too. I think um, Silk's still got to come back in that team as well, and I think him and Wingard will spend, yeah. will kind of rotate between forward and, defense, uh, forward and midfield. Jeez, um, uh, Silk. Silk playing. Silk dead, bro. Nah, yeah, he's, he's fucking good, man. 
Yeah, he's a really you good player. You know what? Silky I can't be... believe that level he's playing for oh, ages yeah. out. He used to be silky smooth. Now he's, now he's just silky slow. No, he's yeah, not that slow. He's, and he's <laughs> fucking class. It'll be like it'll be like 50-50. Wingard didn't do enough for me to fucking, you know, like the eye test there. I didn't have him in mind. Um, I had I had Brayshaw at 10. I think he's going to get up to 89. I think that's enough to, to cut the top 10 here. Um, I really like the look of the kid, and I think he'll 89? Yep. The top 10, really? Judge, do you want to yeah, tell me what that's... the top 10 from this year would have averaged last year? Yeah, but I think that this year there has been about five or six players that have proven midfield opportunities that uh, their averages should spike. So yeah, I, I don't see it being all like in though. every single line yeah, players over the, over the top as well. Yeah, um, yeah so eight, 18, 89, I've got uh, Brayshaw averaging. Fair enough. Anyone yeah, I do like Brayshaw. I know. Uh, I think he, I think I, I think he might average slightly less than that. I think he's probably an eighty-five. The only reason is passes the eye test massively. Um, his disposal efficiency by foot is terrible. It's really really bad. Um, Not just he really needs bad. He needs to handball a lot lot more. <laughs> I think he'll make um, points in tackling though. And he's he, like he got a lot of possessions in the in the marsh, which is why obviously it sort of masked that. But he needs to definitely uh, handball instead of kick because his kicking is absolutely shocking. Um, he's a what do you yeah. expect? None of them can fucking yeah. kick. Uh, oh, I, I like to pick. I just don't have him. So, bumps. I got Brayshaw sitting at eight position at ninety three average. Yep. All right. Uh, move on to Ben's nine. Uh, nine. I have Jeremy Cameron from GWS. Uh, I hate key forwards, and he'll be frustrating as hell. So I won't put him in my side, but. Uh, he has some really strong games with a big ceiling. I see GWS winning a lot of games. I actually see them probably finishing top of the ladder before the finals this year for me. So for me, if I've got him about 93. Yeah, but I think he will get a lot of points and a lot of junk time points, and I think he'll get about a 93 again for me. So Yeah, but he'll probably knee someone in the jaw and fucking <laughs> yeah. sit, sit in the corner scared again for one of those games for a nice 20. Um, it takes crashing packs to a new level that yeah. time. Anyone got Jeremy Cameron? Nah. Not for me. Nah. Bumps? Nah. 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 Chris, who was your nine? Uh, Jack Stephen came in at number nine. Yeah, I think he might uh, might hit the ninety-five mark, maybe slightly more. But Fuck. again, eye test was awesome on uh, on on Monday. One Monday night. Yep. Yeah, Monday. Um, however, I was sort of like a little bit miffed. Were they just passing it to him because he's you know want to yeah, get him into yeah, the play? They play-in? did say that on the commentary early. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan I like, Brown said, "Of course, they're going to give him the ball early because they've got to make him feel comfortable." But yeah, he was uh, obviously looked fit. Um, he was hitting a lot of marks on the league, which I love especially from a midfield player. His use was pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I, I like what I see. I think that he's possibly the best of that sort of low-price, mid-price selections. But, um, yeah, I really liked his role, and I do think that uh, he's got opportunities there to be top 10. We spoke about it on pod the other night. How was the fucking stiff arm through the midfield? Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I don't know who went to tackle him, but it was just like, yeah, nah, get the fuck out of my way. I just love when he runs as well. His hair is like bobbing on, like bobbing his, along, but his, his head doesn't move. Fat little legs it's are just so fucking going at hundred miles an hour. It's so good. It's great. Yeah, fucking. Oh uh, yeah, good on him. Good uh, on I him also too. had Jack Stephen at nine. Yeah, I ben? like it. You're both idiots. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, yeah, I, nah. I hang on. Him. How high you got him? Or you don't have him? No, I don't have him. I got him at number four. Yeah, I knew you. He's at number four, Corey. Averaging. Yeah. 98. Okay. 
That's not too bad. It's only three points off where I was you know, looking at him for. So. Oh, I'm highly considering starting him in standard, and I think he's got a lot of merit. That's right. I think I'm 90 plus. When, when I go Gorn down to uh, Naismith, then I'll be able to afford him. That's where. That's why I did. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Bomb I am absolutely all in now on Jack Stephen. Who is your ninth? Yeah, I like. Who is your ninth? My ninth position was Segler ninety two. I don't hate it. He's in my. Um, he was actually just outside. Um, there's two players that I'd love to put there, but I actually think it's probably a little bit closer to ninety, and I don't think that's necessarily going to make it this year. Uh, but got, I do like oh, to. I got Segler at six with ninety five. Whoa. I love it. I've got Segler at seven uh, based, based on, yeah, I mean, if he is the number one ruck, I think yeah. he'll average you 95. And if he's not the number one ruck, then he probably won't be in the side. And so. he has stood up well against the players he's played against. Like, oh, the I, first I, March, he was the number one ruckman. And I thought Marshall he rucked really well in that first <coughs> half against Gaunt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was good too. Yeah. And he's, what I've actually really liked is that he's getting around the ground seems to have improved as well. Um, he's linking chains. He's taking grabs. Um, he's getting hardball gets from a contest. Like I, yeah, I, I think he's he's playing really well. Um, so yeah. definitely underrated pick. I really for like those that. who are running yeah, really. Nick Nat, I love the idea of Nick Nat as your ruckman and Segler up forward just in case something does go wrong. You got so much more options. See, I like Naismith at R two with Segler up forward. Yeah, I don't mind that. Either. Yeah, I mean, if well, that way, if he if he butchers it, then you can always then just throw Naismith in to kind of fill that gap initially. Yeah, uh, or it's, it's very risky, of course. The other but... approach is Segler doesn't quite make it, and you use Segler to upgrade to Gorn, and then you get put Naismith onto a another forward premium yeah, at that lesser price. Yeah. Ah, I'll food for thought. Um, <laughs> fuck, was that everyone's eight? I can't remember. Yeah, that was everyone's eight. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, I had Segler at seven, nine. but um, for my number eight, I had Tommy Lynch from Richmond. Oh, sorry, I meant everyone's uh, nine. I meant everyone's nine. <laughs> uh, oh, nine, nine, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so eight, Tommy Lynch. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I just think he uh, build, built really well uh, throughout last year. He's had a preseason. Um, just again, I think high ceiling. I think they'll definitely be feeding it to him. I think even the way that they read it, Jack Rewalt kicking it to him, I think it was in the... Um, was it Marsh from the Victoria? Yeah, he was just, yeah, knows where to kick it. Jack Rewalt leads up the ground, marks it, kicks it to where a forward wants it, and Lynch just has the reach, and he's so accurate in front of goals. I think he will be Coleman this year. I think he will be averaging The way that they play with sitting him one out, that forward 50, is perfect for a key forward. Um, I have him actually, unfortunately, he was my 11th pick. Um, But I do think that he's a good pick this year. I just uh, just can't fit him into top 10. Uh, You want to talk about one? The one cheeky one that I like in drafts, like just what I'm talking about, the Jack Rewalt. You're talking about Jack Rewalt. I love Jack Jack Rewalt. I was a last round pick in drafts. I know we're doing a draft together now. But almost every draft I've played, now all good. I've picked him up real late. And it's just been like, you know, he kind of sits there with a whole bunch of other crap. I just think Jack Rewalt will score some, you know, probably go to around 75 to 80 just off cheap points of delivering the ball inside 50 to Tommy Lynch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I and, speak, you know, you've got to remember he had two games last year that were injured too. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, you say, Bons? I said, speaking of that draft, that's your pick. Oh, is it my pick? No, 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 I took my pick before. Not responding to any of my texts or anything? No, oh, no, I have my, uh, not touched my phone during this whole pod. <laughs> oh, even Brett's yeah, texting me tell. to say it's my pick. There you go. <laughs> And we all know how fucking shit it's Brett not on the pod. Um, <laughs> so, Corey, do you want to tell everyone what, your, uh, what your your team name is? Sorry, uh, go on. Uh, in in draft. 
Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I just, I've got to get it exactly because I've got five draft leagues and I think they've all got uh, uh, different team names. So NNC. Like... NNC is the initials here, mate. Yeah, so it is yeah. Nick, it's Nick Nat's cock, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah it's Nick Nat's cock. Yeah, I'm glad that we way. confirmed that. No, it's my pick. I'm in the draft now. Do we know who I'm going to pick while we got us here? Nick Nat. Yeah, Nick Nat. <laughs> you know what? Sure, you're the host. <laughs> Oh, we're up. Well, we've got a little bit on the on the board here. Mm. I like the Ruckman idea where everyone's been talking. I'll go Scott Lysette. There you go, boys. I don't normally draft Ruckman, but we'll go Scott Lysette because you'll love him. Okay. Back uh, to I, your I name, is, to your name is Nick Nat's cock. Your name's Nick Nat's cock, yet you're picking Lysette. Yeah, <laughs> hey, anyone want to trade me for Scott Lysette? <laughs> Chris Willie. <laughs> got, got, no, I've got Goldie in that league. I can't do anything. I might hey, change. So you rate... No, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because of the... Uh, the buy. Otherwise, it would have gone last set. Oh, good. Anyway, might change um, my teammate to Scott Lost Sets Cock. Actually, after this draft. So no, one, so, <laughs> no, I got so no. no one I got no Tom Lynch. <laughs> Did you have no Tom Lynch? Okay, no Tom Lynch. No, no Tom Lynch. Bumps. No Tom Lynch for me either. Uh, Chris, your eight. Uh, I have Jordan Dawson at eight. Um, I put him in the forward line here. I'm super impressed with his use. Um, he's the guy that's peeling off for intercepts as well, which is quite nice. Uh, I. Don't I'm not entirely sure. My issue is that I need to see a bigger sample size yeah. right now of him, Lloyd Mills, and maybe even Gould with that back line. Like I don't know how they're actually going to structure up. So there's so many question marks on it. I still think he will average well, but um, yeah, I just I'm so unsold on the pick in in standard that. Um, yeah, it's a strange one. My for me. biggest worry about him is he's such a flexible player. He can literally play anywhere on the ground. Probably bar yeah. luck, you know. Like he could go for a four-game period, go play up forward and be a pressure act yep. forward. Like, he's just a beast and he can run all day. Uh, by the way, Chris, it's your pick. You're on the clock, mate. Just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, we'll it's do Brett. this live. Nah, Brett, nah, nah, Brett anyone just, else have Dawson? Brett just picked Jacob. Nah, no, nah, Brett's already picked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Um, no, I go. did not have Jacob Dawson. No. Um, I no, probably got no, him averaging no. about 84, if that. So Yeah, I got him. Yeah, he's, not in, in, he's not in my side because I'm betting, Chris, that uh, Callum Mills will out-average oh, him. So. That's, a, that's a bad. That's very bad. Check yeah. out this. One of our bets this year is he thinks Mills is going to out-average Dawson. Well, one of our bets this yep. year is Bonds thinks DBG is going to out-average fucking Houston. So... Uh, that, one, that one, that one's been cancelled. You can't cancel bets <laughs> after you've made them, just because you all of a sudden. Hasn't like, it doesn't matter. The season hasn't started. Doesn't matter. You, no, you made the no, bet. The season hasn't started. You made the bet. To, to be fair, it's off. It's off the to official be, betting notes list. You're a fucking. To be chair. fair, <laughs> and anything can be cancelled. All you have to say is gamble responsibly, and that wasn't responsible. So. <laughs> Taking advantage of Bonds being a fucking idiot. That's what it was. Um, hey, you know what would be funny? DBJ wins, and then I ask you for pay up. <laughs> you would too, you um, fucking Greek. Come on, mate. Let's 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 just fucking finish this podcast. I'm over yeah, it, mate. News, what are we up to, Boys. number seven? I'd say I'm I'm not over it. I'm enjoying every company, so I don't want to go. Hey, Andrew Brayshaw at number eight. I've got averaging 93. Uh, I already had Brayshaw at nine. Um, I have Toby Green at eight with a 90.2. Okay. I had uh, Green Green at six, I think. Um, I Again, I just think there'll be a lot of points in that GWS forward line. Uh, I think Green's body looks good, which means he will score well as a forward and uh, pinch hit maybe now through the midfield. But, um, I don't have forward. Green at all. Okay. Uh, I, if, I had Toby Green at number five. If 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 GWS are fully fit, he doesn't play midfield. He doesn't he doesn't make yeah. top ten. And that's that's as simple as that. Too. 
That was why yeah, I had him so they've, low. They've because... never been fully fit for like the last three years, though. That's the reality. That's a valid point. It is a valid point. Um, but, yeah, uh, look, there's just so many that they can rotate through there. Now they've just added Tom Green. Um, they still have Jai Caldwell, who's in a contract year that they want to get games into. I just don't think that if a midfielder goes down, he's the one that they plug into that gap at this point. Yeah, and in, he's, um, too, he's the best. He's arguably the best pound-for-pound player, like, you know, off in the forward line. Yeah, like oh, absolutely. in the whole AFL. Like, there's no one, you know, at his height or his size that can do what he can do. I'm, I'm on that train yeah, as well. Yeah, um, yeah he's one on one, so it would be good. Yep. All right, beautiful. Uh, you're, what are we up to? Seven, Ben? Yeah, so I had I had Segler for seven, so that's my uh, seven yeah. and six done. You're uh, up. Chris? Who'd you pick? Uh, seven for me is Hugh Greenwood. Ooh. So I got. Uh, yeah, you're right. You go. No, no, you, your pick, mate. You tell us. Oh, well, obviously, just a huge role change to the middle is uh, is the big thing there. Um, in terms of his ability to do that for 22 games is the probably a big question. Uh, tank, um, fitness, body, uh, not sure on all that, but no, I do like it. I have a question with Hugh Greenwood. Tank and fitness yeah. bloke is fit as a fiddle. Um, I have Hugh Greenwood at four. Nice. Bombs. I don't, I don't have, have Hugh Greenwood green. at all. Yeah, yeah me either. I, I think I think you've been re- like you've just bought in so much into that last Marsh like game. I just yep. don't think they'll play yep. him in the position he's really going to play with. They'll have a look at it, a couple of other things. I think round one, Hume Greenwood, most CBAs attended for Gold Coast. I'm still hugely optimistic on him, and I think he's going to have a really good year. I got him averaging 99. Wow, that's big. That's I big. like it. That's bold, but I like it. It's also got a really good buy. Um, that's bold so, cotton. Sorry, that's bold cotton. See if it pays off. Oh uh, yeah, no, I, I like Dodge Greenwood. Ball, I, I had him in my side and uh, my stand side for a, quite a lot of the preseason. Um, he's just only not there right now because I kind of fought him, um, but I think he's going to have a fantastic year. He's a jet. Um, the only Gold Coast player that's better than him is Matty Real. So you know he's going to average like he, he almost made my top ten for midfielder. So it was a little bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Jeez, if he went over 100, that would have to be some kind of record, surely. Yeah, well, he's better than C. Walsh, put it that way. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris, you're... Uh, that, oh, that was, that was my seven. Uh, Bombs. Yes. Bombs. Seven? Uh, at seven, I got Michael Walters at 94. Wow. Uh, I don't have uh, Walters this year, boys. I just... Ooh, I, don't have, I, don't, I don't have Walters either. There you go. Oh. Yeah. I think playing forward yeah. more, I think his same. points will drop this yeah, year. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, he'll still be good. I think he'll still be a low 90 player, but for me, he's kind of around that um, 92 sort of average mark. I think he drops about eight wow. points. Okay. Well, less him, um, midfield, I think he'll be impact. Hover- oh, dropping slightly, but Jesus, I don't not that much. Yeah, I, well, think, I think they are going to have a lot more players run through the midfield to see what they got, um, and I think Walters is going to spend a lot more time forward. I'm happy That's, to be um, wrong, and I'm, I'm no, confident. No, I, I like that. Wrong, oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, I do have uh, Walters in my team. I have him at uh, four, actually, so a little bit higher. But, um, uh, yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. Well, I've had a chance of picking Walters in a couple of drafts, and I've gone Heaney instead of Walters. Yeah, well, that's dumb. That's, yeah, that's, that's just that's dumb. It's straight up opinion. dumb. And, is, uh, is Heaney in your top ten? Bumps. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know look what happened last time I was in Divi 1 and Michael Walters was around, mate, so... Um, yeah, we <laughs> had to just leave him down. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's on me. You're uh, seven, mate. 
I got I got Jordan Dugowie here. I think he's going to have a lot more midfield. Oh, I think um, I think he's going to average ninety two, and I think that'll be enough to get him into the top ten. I think that he will spend a little bit more time on ball this year. He won't become a full-time midfielder. Um, he'll still kick goals, and he's super dynamic, and he looks fucking fit as. Um, I reckon he probably, out of everyone in the AFL, is probably the closest to Brett um, for Saturday Night Roots as well, Jordan Dugowie, so I'm um, <laughs> expecting a fucking big year from him. I don't have him in my in my ten boys, so I am big on Dugowie though as well. But um, yeah, just again, there's yeah, so many forward but... options. Yeah. I don't have him either, Chris. Uh, no, I don't. But I would love to see him average that much. Uh, he's got the talent, and if he plays midfield, that's 100 percent what's going to happen. Uh, but I just don't. I can't trust them to stay with that system. If they're not scoring, Dugoy goes forward. That's as simple as it is. Brad just sent me a text. He's got Dugoy at one, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Beautiful, because I no I wonder he's dirty. Thanks. I picked him up in draft. Then. Yeah, he's right yeah. fucking filthy. Um, Bombs, did you already do your seven? Fuck, can't even remember what the fuck's going on here. Yeah, I kicked us yeah, off there. We're back to six, mate. Yeah. All right, beautiful. That's right, Shinny Walters. Uh, six for Ben. Uh, so six I had uh, Toby Green, so I'm out yep. for this one, boys. Ben? Uh, uh, Chris? Fuck. I had... Chris? It's all yeah. good. Uh, I had Darcy Parrish at six. Whoa, um, he was on... He was my 11. He was fucking in the 10, then I knocked him out. I love Parrish, and I'm probably I'm slightly biased, maybe a little bit, but his role looked perfect. I think in uh, March 2, he probably played way too much forward for my liking, but he started kicking goals, so I think they just uh, left him forward. And I'm not exactly sure yet on that Essendon setup and how they're moving forward. It's so, so um, yeah, well, they've got they've still got Heppel to come back. He'll miss um, first round and probably two or three, but... Uh, uh, I do think the parish is going to be in their mid mix definitely this year, and I, I, that's it's part of the reason why I don't see your Smith is a very good option. But uh, we'll discuss that when we get to it. Um, anyone else have Parish? Uh, I did. I had Parish at number five for me. Again, I am also big on Parish. I think forward midfielders. I think you'll get a fair chunk of that pie. Um, yeah, Darcy Miniguns Parish. I think he will get um, some natural progression. I think he will get more responsibility through there. And I think yeah, picking. Midfield forwards um, that are getting a lot of time in the guts will be the key again, as we saw last year, those midfield yeah. forward range. Would it surprise you guys to know that Parrish averaged 96 once Devin Smith got injured last year? Uh, that was like a 13 game but I, I think he'll spend more time forward I think I think McGrath's the one that's going to spend more time in the midfield and that's simply because um, they've already got enough players who can't they fuck spent big on him yeah and they've got enough players who can't <laughs> kick football, so they probably don't want to put Parrish in there as well well um, to be fair they did recruit people that can't kick also so <laughs> um, Shield's so good at kicking though <laughs> so I think right, um, right. I seriously yeah I, I love Darcy Parrish but I don't love him that much. And, yeah, again, he's always one that we kind of... Me and Bob's both targeting drafts. <coughs> Bob's, you got Parrish? Nah. Beautiful. Man of a uh, few words, Bob's. Um, I had Segler. At six. Uh, what are we doing? Six? I had Heaney at six, actually, at 95. Yeah, I have Heaney at five. I have Heaney at four. Chris doesn't even have Heaney. Uh, I don't have Heaney. I don't. There's no. I, I, there's, <laughs> last year he went down, and then he's going to be playing even less mid, uh, midfield this year. And you expect him to go up? Yeah, I, I don't. Well, I think he'll play. I think he'll go have midfield stints. But 
I think he'll do it. He just does enough every single year. He'll have stints down, back up, forward, and through the, the guts. He's one of those players as well. He's just a jet, but... Yeah, not enough to justify last, that five. Last days. three years, 97, 97, 94. He's probably just going mid-90s again. It's good enough to get you into the top six forwards, yeah, I think, this year. Play that same fucking role as well. Um, so, Chris, are you the only one that doesn't have Heaney? Who was your five? I definitely don't have Heaney. Um, I have... Sorry, let me just pull back my spreadsheet. I'm flicking between spreadsheets at the moment, guys, so sorry about that. Uh, Who the fuck my, makes, makes spreadsheets for this podcast? Jesus Christ. <coughs> oh, no, I had, uh, sorry, I had Walters at five, so, uh, yeah. yeah. And, Not, sorry, yeah. Ben, did you say Heaney at five? Uh, Heaney. So, Parrish was five, I had, oh, right. yeah, Heaney at four, so. I had Heaney at five. Uh, uh, Heaney at five. Toby Walters. Green at five. And, uh, yeah, Not Toby Heaney. Green at five, Heaney was six. Okay. Uh, so, four. Ben? Check. Uh, f- yeah, so four was Heaney for me. Chris, what was four yeah. for you? Uh, this is uh, probably a little bit um, abstract, but I think he's going to have an absolute blowout year. That's uh, Connor Rosie um, putting in at number four. Holy crap. Um, shit. I don't so, mind that, but Jesus. Yeah. It was Jet. Simple as that. Um, I think he's going to be playing a lot more midfield time. I think the additions that they made in the offseason, especially in the draft, they're all forward mid-types. They're all guys that are going to impact the forward line, which is going to push him towards more midfield time. Uh, if they're going to win games, he's going to be a big part of it this year, and um, I definitely see him as a huge impact for that side. So he you're was, seeing like a Bonson and Pelly rise then when Bont was uh, yeah, playing like, that forward. That guy that can take the second year and go up almost to 100. I think he's probably not that high. He looked like fucking good in the JLT around the ball. He got 108 from like, what, 59% game yeah. time or something? Yeah, and that, was, like, when, that was when he lined up on the wing. Yeah, they had him on one wing, Dersmer on the other. I love it. I love Good it. thing I don't take much weight onto uh, JLT. I think, um, yeah, geez, oh, boys. That's, fuck, that's, 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 that, that's worse than Darcy yeah, Burn Jones, that one. He proved last year that when he gets runs through the midfield, he can absolutely dominate and tear it up. And oh, I love it's it. Not like it's not like we haven't anyway. seen it. If it was the first time we saw it, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Listen but it's to not. It. It's, it's, yeah. All he's got to do up. is hit that consistency and he'll be. That's fine. Yeah. I think Bombs is a bit deflated here, boys. Are you still there, Bombs? Yeah, no, I'm somewhere here, mate. Yeah. Did you like the Rosie pick, or you, you you're done with it, mate? Um, I, look, I like it because the only reason I do like it is because he was my first pick in draft this year. Because I was very paranoid about him, uh, him just uh, escaping. Because you know, in the keeper league, we got and whatnot. So I'm uh, optimistic yep. about him, but I've got the balls to to put it on the line to say he's going to end up in the top six forwards. Yeah, I've got yeah, the balls crazy. to say he's going to go. To be honest, yeah. definitely not on my list. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, my hey, not was, on either. My four was Greenwood. Bomb shuffle. Um, Jack Stephen. So I had him at ninety-eight. All right, beautiful Ben. Do you just want to go through your three, two, one? Okay, number three, and I gave this guy so much shit last year. The trap man himself. I've gone for tracker boys. Oh. Number three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number number two is Dusty, and number one is Whitfield. And the reason, boys, is that. Um, do you know what I mean what the fuck? getting 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 that free reign into that midfield? So I see um, I see a hundred average for Petrarca, and it's because of his role. Yes, he he looked a little bit slow in the last one, but again, he had the most centre bounces as well with uh, Oliver Sovani's in there. They need that explosiveness through that midfield. He'll then push forward. This is a role he hasn't had yet, and he has been disappointing. And I've called him a trap every other year, but looking at his role, I saw enough from that first game that he played that he does have. His body right, so I am. Look, I'm lining him up. He is in my side, and I'm taking that risk, mate. You same as I did with. Sorry. Yeah. Same as you did with who? I was right. 
Oh, Dunkley. He was my risk pick last year. So for me, I'm picking. Yeah, see, I think there was enough data on Dunkley that it wasn't a risk pick. Um, Fucking Petrarca, dead set. There is not (laughs) one player that I've watched through the fucking Marsh Community Series that I looked at and just seen two polar opposite performances from playing the exact same role. (laughs) How can you say he looks fit? He fucking spent the whole, like, dominated the first one, went in the second one, could barely run with anyone else in the midfield. He's fucking. Yeah, he wasn't used to that mid. He, exactly he my problem. And I think that's going to happen. Was... That's going to happen a lot. He's too unfit for it. He he needs. To, he still needs to shred more. My argument to that is that I think that he's also the type of player that has big games and small games, but oh, I think he's still quite average quite well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is over. Like again, overall scoring doesn't matter if he goes big and small because, unless you're playing for league. But I don't think so, he's going like that big that often. So you don't like he's had multiple hundred and thirty games in his career. When? I think that he definitely yeah he by multiple. Yo, you would never yeah. put it on fucking one hand how many multiple games <laughs> he's had what like, fucking big games he's had in his career. Oh, oh, hang on, do you mean in his career or in his pre seasons? In his career. <laughs> oh, no, so we're, 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 we're it's including all, it's like all about the role, under 18s and shit like that guys well. the role, so. I just, I just think there is just so much of like that kind of same kind of midfielder at Melbourne that he's too big and too strong to not spend too much time forward they don't have anyone else they can kick the fucking football to because I can tell you what Bailey Fritz has been playing one out I of the actually, square I, for, I, for 28 I games there I was the um that was the one con that I made in our Melbourne pod this year. I said that if they take him out of the forward line, who's kicking goals? Because none of them are. Yeah, Weedman. It's a big issue. Weedman will kick one goal a season. Are you actually running him? <laughs> exactly. Are you actually running him, Ben? I am as well, yeah. I'm definitely running You're him. You're both running him? Yep. I think he's a fucking loss of plot. No, hey, I've got him. I this? actually have the same 3 2 one as well. If ben you before. fucking tell me you're running him, Bombs, I'm going to smash her. Uh, he's he's scored eleven tons in his career. Only about three of them have been over hundred and eleven. <laughs> and they reckon he's going to be a top three forward. Hey, you know what the funny thing is? How many games? Idiots, you know how many uh, how many of those games you play eighty percent mid time? Well, that that's that's irrelevant. Zero. I would have thought. No, it is. It's a hundred percent relevant because if nah, he's playing not midfield not this year, it's complete... he's not playing eighty percent mid time. Anyway. I'll tell you now, if you wanna if you wanna win the overall, which which is what you say your target is, don't start him. And how, how many fucking percent of dickheads out there got him at the moment? Let's have a look at his percentage. thirteen um, percent. You let the other thirteen percent fuck up and, and you'll be thirteen percent of ahead of all them. Um actually after every round, I'm going to screenshot his score. And then I'm gonna post it and tag you guys in it. And oh then man, you guys if, are gonna be he's, like, if he's make sure you keep sending those fifties. If he's popping off, fucking let me know about it. I welcome it. Same as every Essendon supporter. When Essendon start fucking popping off, let me know about it. But you're all living in fucking fairyland. That's where you are. Can you believe? Hey, they're fucking. Their top three is Petrarca, Dusty, and Whitfield. These cunts don't even have the the only. Th- Hold on. There are only three players averaging over 100 this year, and they don't have one of them in their top 10. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's fucked. Chris, you want to go to your top three? No, Chris didn't say uh, his top three. Was Pet- yeah, Petrarca as well. Yep. He had yeah, didn't you hear him say that? Fuck, you guys spent too much time together. And this is actually fucked, because uh, <laughs> we'd be the arguably same. True. Hey. Arguably true. We are Deb Smith. Hey, we- oh, yeah, oh, fuck. 
Okay, oh, tell me yes, why, and then I'll tell you why not, just so we can no, get no, this no, out of hey, the way. Hey, 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 we'll fucking take you on head-to-head -head average. Let's go. Smith versus Petrarca. Let's go. I'll, I'll easily take oh. that bet right now. 50 bucks done. <laughs> Are we, are we gonna cruises. add this to like some kind of charitable thing? Or are we just gonna like? Oh, I'll just like, send you. I'll just. I'll post. I'll post the <laughs> cyber cruises to your doorstep. <laughs> Sorry, I know you guys the cruises down there south. That's not the acceptable beverage of choice up here. So no, stuff it. Make, no, 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 stuff it. Stuff it. Make it two cruises, and you have to watch the other mob drink it. <laughs> <laughs> two kinds of the cruises. You have to sit there. Oh, no, so, no. I don't, I don't drink cruises. Sugary shit. Nah, let's go. Okay. Hey, Corey, you want to get a slab on this fucking yeah, dead yeah, vegan I'm, I'm in for a slab. Yeah, I can't believe. Oh, it. hang on, hang on. Do you want to put? You want to put? We'll put a hundred buck Dan voucher each on it, and you just send you send one of them with Dan. So Ben, I'll send you a Dan voucher. Bomb sends Chris one, vice versa. That sounds good. Petrarca versus Devin Smith. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Um, now, I know you have with the hundred bombs. So how many bombs is it? He's like, oh, he'll, he'll get rid of this is before it, the season. So how many games they need to, to play? Oh, min 16, I would have thought. Otherwise, the bet's what, null and void? Null and void. Yeah. yeah. And and we're going average. Yeah, okay. 16 going average. average. Yep. 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 Done. Yeah. Virtual yeah. handshake. Bomb. I'm shaking. Bombs, so you, you're oh, bombs, you good with that? The whole world's going to know about yeah, this. Okay, he's in. All right. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm in. Fuck it. Wow. Hey, tell you what, I might, I might even send hey, you a, a, I might even send you a super coach insider hat once we win. Yeah, done. <laughs> we'll, we'll send you a stubby holder as well. Oh, yeah, we yeah stubby holder. Okay, then I have to cheers with the stubby holder. <laughs> I'm fucking all down it'll for that. It'll be fun. Hey, it'll make some banter during the year. Yeah, okay. yeah. that'll be cool. And right, it'll be good to start of next year anyway. Fuck, I did not think we'd be getting on here making bets. Um, Dev Smith, no, it's right. simple. You've seen... I've got fucking... Damn, I've got my notepad here. I've got my notepad here. I've got bets with autistic insiders. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got Dev Smith. Now, before, before we start getting some, some freelance average. guy coming over here just destroying us for, for that joke, calm down. Just know your role. Hey, Keep going. Uh, is it fucking $100 Dan Murphy each or is it shared yeah, between each. us? Nah, each. Each. Yeah, each. Yeah, each. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Okay. So uh, the, the bloke had played. Can I just. Yeah. Can I just say that was Bumps making the um the, that joke? <laughs> I'm in no way associated, no way associated with uh, that joke. All right, sorry. He's got to be he's got to be somewhat kosher. Okay. Yeah, regarding so regarding ability. Bumps so. Bumps throws that word around every single week. Um, so he doesn't mean it. It's uh, yeah. Oh no, I know that. It was so, no, we don't we don't care. We no, do it more jobs community if anyone okay. takes offence. Just let us know. We've had people let us know for things that Bumps has said before. Trust me, it's fucking. Yeah, it's always usually fun. just fucking block as well. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, what's your block like? Yes. What the weird block? <laughs> okay, so how Devin Devin Smith? Yeah. No, uh, bombs. Oh, it'd so be it'd be long. What? So Dev. So was hey bombs? Was that Devin um, Dusty then Whitfield? Uh, yeah, I got Dev Smith at one hundred six, Dusty at one hundred eight, and Whitfield at one fifteen. So mine is mine is one hundred six from. Hang on, mine is Smith one hundred point one, Whitfield one hundred ten, Dustin Martin one hundred thirteen. Oh, yeah, Dusty yeah. No, no, no wonder you boys laughed at me uh, saying Devin Smith was a stepping stone. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, shit. Anyway, can well, I give a four? Easily top. For can we talk for about Dev Smith? Smith? All right, shut the Go. fuck up, Bombs. So, <laughs> you, mate, you haven't said a word for about half an hour. All of a sudden, Devin Smith comes up. You fucking... Jared yeah, these come, they don't even have him in the top ten. He's okay. not 106. They're cooked. So, so with Dev, 
you know, obviously missed a year of football or eight, 18 months, or fucking 18 months, fucking eight months of football or whatever it was. Come back in, the first JLT, the first half, you didn't really see much. You know, they're putting a lot of those kids through there. Second half, you've seen their main mid, their main mid-core go together. That second Marsh Cup game, or Marsh Series game, whatever you fucking want to call it, the Wizard Cup game, um, we had that full prolific, you know, center bounce attendance, Dev Smith in the middle, tackling, kicking. He left GWS to become a midfielder. He's not going to play forward. This is Dev Smith's role, and he's playing it. And this is why I don't like the. This is why I didn't have Parrish in my top ten either. Because it's, it's. I would. It's I would disagree with all of that. That entire statement, I would disagree with. How? So the first, the first half was to me the opposite of what you just said, which was uh, they playing the kids. No, that pass, Parrish has gone past him. So the four main guys are getting sent <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to? Well, hey, you want to double down on? You want to double down on Smith v Parrish? Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because if I, I'll, I'll take the winning on the one, thanks. But Paris oh, has definitely gone past him as a midfielder. You're 100%. fucking joking. He was, the, he was best on ground for the day, easily. Oh. Like, there's no comparison. Then, oh, oh, uh, in the, in the, the first crowd, game, obviously they want to get time into. Then you, got, you do uh, realise these are Marsh Community Series games. So when you get a veteran coming back like Dev, that he's not going out there to be best on ground. He's going out is there to be a veteran units. at butchering the football because that's no, pretty he's, much he's, what he's going to No, he's a veteran because his knees are shot to shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I actually think... I, are you starting? That, no way. Uh, he has been... <laughs> Um, he has been toyed in my no, side. I do think he's not a bad selection, he's, I will say, because I think he'll make money. He's been in my side quite a lot as that, that lovely stepping stone. <laughs> um, no, but... Um, not any money, bro, because he's just uh, top six. That's it. Game over. Set I, think, forget, um, I think that he, he, his body issues, I think maybe they would play him slightly more forward and be that pressure goal sneak and um, really go with him and um, Tipper. Um, as those guys that just lock it in that forward line. Sneaks. So... I just, exactly. I, he's I'm going beautiful. straight into the midfield. He's hugging people all day. He's getting a fucking cheap twenty, and he's just putting up hundred. Well, I think your savior boys will be the fact. I don't think he makes sixteen games the way his body holds up. But uh, you know, look, I, I agree to disagree. I do like um, Devin Smith. It's just I'm not sure whether his body will be able to handle the the crunch and the bash of playing full midfield, and that's why I think he goes outside for me. But we'll see. But. So even if the, the third quarter that you said he was, inside, I'm not as negative as Chris. Though. Chris, Chris rips on him hard. The third but... quarter of that game is playing on a wing. The fourth quarter, he only started playing midfield when he had 14 uh, centibounds, 14 centibounds attendance in a half. Yeah, second half. And he had like three in the third quarter. Hey, and the rest Corey, of the... he's oh. playing on the wing, bro. He's playing on the wing. Hey, bro, he's playing on the wing, bro. He's playing on the wing with his electric pace. He's on the wing, bro. <laughs> He was on the wing. <laughs> electric pace. Honestly, it's about his electric it, pace. It doesn't look, sound like you actually watched <laughs> the game. Oh, he definitely lined up on the wing. This is blown up. Hey Corey, who do you have? You have the same. You have the same three, two, one, do you, Devin? Yeah, but I have Dusty and Whitfield switched around. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that, got, that makes. I completely that makes, disagree. That with makes your Devin Smith pick much better. <laughs> I got uh, Dusty at one. Well, I suppose that's that. Otherwise, you know, if we all had the same opinion, yeah, that's fair. Wouldn't Supercoach be the easiest game of all time? We were just all and Chris loves pushing 10? his opinion on other people. That's what I do. <laughs> that's what you do. It is the easiest game of all time, bro. That's true. Oh, yeah. oh my god! You got Dev Smith top six forward sitting at three thirty. Hey, um, let's him. let's get polls up too. We'll both get the same poll up. So however the fuck we want to word it, let's get it up. Bro, it's a no contest. It's actually a no contest. Yeah, but... I feel bad. 
Right. I feel like so, you should so be given rewards is, when the poll is, is Ned Smith a top six forward, yes or no? Is that, is that what you want I to say? I don't know. The poll is Petrarca versus, <laughs> versus yeah, Dave Smith. Okay. All right. Let's do that. All right. That'll be a good indication to start with. Start a poll. That's right. We're doing this now. Hey, I like it'll be it. be a good indication of the, of the you know, semi-challenged community. Um, you know, let's get their opinion on who's better as well. They, they've probably been listening Bob's to your podcast. Oh, <laughs> mate, Bob's, Bob's legit. I've never had anyone whack their own fucking fan base more than Bob's. You should see this. You should see him in Patreon. Mate, all he does is get in there and just whack everyone that's fucking paying for his advice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, wait, yeah. they come for the super advice, they stay to get punched in the yeah, face. They, st- they stay for the banter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's, he's actually not running Devin's team, but oh, close down the page, bro. <laughs> to be fair, I, had, I did have him um, for a little bit there at F5. I've now uh, pushed uh, Steven. Now. And then it's what happened? Steven. Did you watch Petrarca fucking sput it up in the second Marsh Cup game and decide <laughs> that, yeah, I need him instead? Nah, I've, I've, I haven't moved Petrarca uh, since he started playing midfield. Oh, this is a lot. Honestly, but they could be saving 100k and be getting Devin Smith, who's going to be top six. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that no one had Jack Z. I, I think he probably averaged 85 to 90, but I don't think it's anywhere near top six. Oh my god, he's going triple figures, bro. Okay, yeah. I could tell. <laughs> Even the year that he averaged, uh, like he played pure midfield, he only averaged 97. So I don't know where you see 106 coming from. Yeah, don't worry, bro. He's got, he's got fucking, he's got progression. It, it must be because Essen is such a better team. Standard, uh, it's probably, it's probably because he's got to tackle so much fucking more because no one else in that team's gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one else in Essen is getting the points, so someone might. <laughs> <laughs> That's a landslide. It's fucking Devin Smith on 104 of the next close. Can we just say to the, to the bomber supporters out there, we don't hate you, but your team does suck. Oh man, <laughs> nah, dead said I fucking hate you all. Get fucked. Hey, I think I think hey, we, we lost one eighteenth the other week, Corey, and we probably just gained one eighteenth back because of these guys. This so hot as Yeah, no, I'm actually I'm a big fan of Irish. Even though it's I'm actually sport. so stunned. I am so oh, stunned. Did you see that part of that game where Dev Smith gets on the half wall flank completely open and has to hit a twenty meter chip to get an open goal, and it goes straight into a guy ten meters in front of him? Oh, that was really good. Did I you love see where Peter Parker fucking didn't so touch the ball? Hey, that was fucking hundred percent. Get you to bet against this, you fucking dickhead. It was a hustle play. It was a hustle play. Yeah, you're just being hustled by Dev Smith himself. Told you, we make phone calls. You probably sent an email out. Probably didn't work. <laughs> no, no. But you gotta you gotta pick up the phone if you want. Yeah, to yeah, you gotta yeah. pick up the phone. Makes you? sense. That's I, why I that. that's why they don't they just don't reply to you, bro. Done. All right, boys, <laughs> let's move on from that because uh, we did dwell on that. It was all in a, a little, little bit of fun there. Um, well, it's interesting. Finish it, doesn't it? That does. That wraps us up. Yep, yep, but we will go We'll go for a little bit of a special, you know, a little bit of a specialty here. Um, your number one, uh, we'll go cash cow on the year. Ooh, Benny? cash cow. Uh, probably, I'd ugh, Mark Pickett is probably the one that makes the most money. I think we're all going to say Pickett. Um, let's do something. Ooh, let's fucking pick someone Pickett. other than Pickett. I'm going other than Pickett. I'll pick someone other than Pickett. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Now you've now you fucking tested me. Um, I'm going Rao for me. I think Rao will absolutely smash at 200k. I think he averages 85. I think he will have some good enough games to spike up cash. Oh, it definitely makes money. That's for sure. Uh, ooh, number one cash cow. Oh, yeah. I don't really know. Probably maybe Rankin. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't know. 
I don't know how, what he's going to have. Like, we haven't seen a body of work of, of AFL footy to to see, but you know, he was a champion Dale love child in the juniors. Um, I've, just off the top of my head, uh, his champion the data points per possession was the highest ever recorded. Um, so he doesn't rack up a lot of appeal, but when he does, he you know, either kicks goals or creates from it. So um, I can see him, if Gold Coast can get their act together and actually turn it around like they have looked like so far in the Marsh, I think that he could be a really good cash cow this year. Yeah, mine was Matty Rao, but for like the purpose of being exciting, I'll go, uh, I'll go, pst, Brendan Zerk Thatcher, simply because, I, I like mean, him. besides fucking... Who else is getting those points? Yeah, besides Dev Smith tackling people, there's going to, you know, there's going to be plenty of ball between him and Hurley fucking just floating and taking intercept marks. Someone's going to score something. Bumps? Uh, Buderick will make the most amount of dollars, sorry. Ooh. Oh, I like that. It's decent. Yeah. Playing a half-back, racking up the pill. He's gone for the extra 100k value that he can already select instead of Matty Rao too, so he's fucking cheated there. Yeah, it's not, uh, not a bad point at all. Yeah. There's not many... How bad are the rookies this year, though? Seriously. Oh, <laughs> could be a fucking nightmare. Um, what have you guys got moving forward to the start of the season? Uh, so, the rest of this... We've, we still haven't done our March 2 pod, so we've got to do no, that No, we're probably... No, well, you've been sick this week. Yeah, you? I was unfortunate. Uh, yeah, sick. pretty much just looking at those that are relevant. Um, you know, pretty much everyone except for Devin Smith. And um, <laughs> We'll no. do a rookie pod, trap watch, and then what we'll do is we'll do a team reveal um, next week as well. Um, so that's, we've got probably two pods left before the start of the season. So, yeah. 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 yeah we'd be... Take it easy now. A lot of the work's done. Yeah, we'd be very similar. I mean, we're getting on our Patreon chat every single night and um, chatting with people in there too. So that's uh, that's been a fucking shitload of fun too. Um, it's fun finding like-minded people. Hey, um, it's they're uh, it's really good. they're they're very passionate. So it's um, it makes it easy to sit there and have discussions. And you know, bombs just fucking shits on everyone for having an opinion. So that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. So I started I started this poll started this poll on Twitter, boys. I just said who who fucked up two hundred bucks on the line. Our top three versus their top three. SC elites say Devin Smith. Out averages Petrarca. So I have elites are stupid AF, and then I have we are effing nuffies. So we'll see who um, gets the chocolates. Fuck half the communities. <laughs> hey, what, half the communities the don't understand result, what the fuck that what's means. The current result. Refresh the page. What, what's the result? The page. Right? Get some live action on here. Uh, zero votes. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk shit, bruv. Talk shit, bruv. <laughs> so we uh, we don't have it up there for reach. So <laughs> yeah, what I'll do, what I'll do is I'll take a screenshot and I'll tweet it to you. How's that sound? Um, look, we got to wrap it up here. Do you guys have a sign off? Ah, uh, no, it's uh, it's boy, boy. Um, yeah, boy. And look, behalf on behalf of Bombs, myself, uh, Ben, Chris, so the insider team. Uh, where can we find you, boys? Ch- chuck your handle out one more time. Yeah, just on Twitter at uh, uh, Twitter. So that's Twitter, sc underscore insider underscore on Twitter. Facebook dot com forward slash sc insider. Twitch dot tv forward slash sc underscore insider. And YouTube as well. We've um, we've yes. got you guys. Notice that you guys are starting to do some yeah. nice YouTube stuff. So oh yeah, boys, good. eleven votes already, and uh, apparently, um, oh no, people did... think we're nuffies. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm telling you, twenty-seven percent to seventy-three percent. You're right. Yeah, well, interesting. Look, our money's where our mouth is. No, always good. Um, <laughs> and on behalf of Bonds, myself, not Brett, because you're a fucking idiot, and our Patreons at patreon.com forward slash se elites. Peace out, community, and thank you for listening.